Yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino. No uh, intro this week, man. Um, I'm happy to be here from Thanksgiving, man. I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving with their family. And we got my nigga C's in the building. Rick Owens Boots. Amiri Coolin. Don't ask me if I know what a throw up hole is. What? What's happening? Yeah, what the fuck? What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you didn't see, you didn't see, um, some girl put it on Twitter and like she had a text from a dude and I guess she was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I'm out with my mans. And he just started describing his fit. He was like, Rick Owens boots, Amiri, oh. cooler. And then he seemed like the big eye little dark emoji. And she was like, I didn't ask what you was wearing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> If you put that shit on, man, sometimes you gotta let them know. <laughs> you gotta describe. Nah, unprovokingly telling somebody what your fit is is insane. <laughs> Niggas ain't gonna know unless you tell them. It's like if a tree falls in the forest, is anybody gonna hear it? So if you get a fit off, if it, is anybody gonna see it if you don't let them know? That's facts. And that throw up shit, that throw up bullshit is, is disgusting. That's fucking horrible. We should have kept segregation. Yeah, I seen a piss. I seen a piss uh, drawer too. I don't know if that was just specific to that household or if that's like a a multiple household thing. A piss drawer? Hey, hey yeah. you don't understand? That shit fucked me up. Dog, if my kid pissed in a drawer and collected they piss in a drawer, <laughs> bro, I don't want to think about what I would do. <laughs> So somebody was posted up an old tweet and it was like my parents just found my my little brother's piss drawer and it was just it was a regular drawer like where his clothes would go but it was empty and it was legit just full of piss nigga <laughs> what the fuck duh and it was a, he was in the picture and this nigga was just crying looking like in distress <laughs> sitting next to the drawer <laughs> yeah like, uh, I know that room was. Dog, you gotta throw. You have to throw the kid away. Yeah, uh, all that gentle parenting shit going out the window after I find a picture. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, yo, oh, that room had to stink. Oh, why would you even think that was okay? Yeah, that's that shit wrong, dog. I mean, you're not noticing it after that smell. <laughs> Something wrong with you. Yeah, and I'm. This is the first time I'm hearing about oh. wife. Yeah, bro, it looks, it looks horrible, bro. Oh my, that is disgusting, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh this the, my, oh. this is the first time I'm hearing about white people having a bowl that they throw up in, and they just dedicate that bowl to throw up in their household, bro. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's not oh. a thing. How, how often are you throwing up? But you got to dedicate a bowl. <laughs> Like I can't think if you sick, if you sick, I get it. But also, you don't need a bowl. Like I'm about ten for ten with making it to the to to the toilet when I have to throw up in the last ten times. Toilet. The thing is, with with a bowl, you know, if you put your head in it too deep, it's just gonna like hit the bowl and hit you in the forehead. You better off with a trash can anyway. Yeah. And then to take the throw up bowl and then just rinse it out and start making brownies in it. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, no. I, I pray they're not doing that. Bro. No, no, those people saying they were doing that. Because the lady said my kids just realized that the throw up bowl was the mixing bowl. Or dude, whoever said it. And it was just like, oh, man. 
Yeah. The devil is busy. Prayers. Yeah, man. But well, we got my nigga Don in the building, man. Yes, sir, man. It's your boy Donnie. Good to be back with y'all, man. How y'all feeling? Feeling, feeling all right, man. I'm feeling, you know, a little under the weather, but niggas got a pie, bro. That's that's just our duty, bro. You ever felt like you had a duty before? Hell yeah, man. You see this dedication? Yeah, this is this is this is what we do it for, y'all. If if, if you know, we're gonna drop our cash app at the end of the pod if y'all just feel generous. We do this shit for real. (laughs) I don't don't like having to do. Why not, man? Niggas in lace, uh, motherfuckers with 186 episodes, bro. Think about it. I mean, like, like real duties. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, like a job. (laughs) Yeah, man. I hate that word. (laughs) Duty, duty, a job. Duties. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Do y'all find yourself working less? Like nowadays or nah? Do, do y'all feel like y'all worked about the same? Nigga. I think for the past eight months, I've done maybe a combined one week of work. Dog, I don't care if I work no more, bro. <laughs> bro, this shit is crazy. And I think like working from home just makes you extremely lazy. Yeah. That you you take you looking for the easy way out of everything. My nigga. Well, I would argue. I will. Yeah, I think so still. But I also think working at home makes you not lazy, but you just just more lax. And since you're not stressed, it feels like you're being lazy. Yeah, it could be that. It could be that. It could be that. But it also setting. could be like niggas not <laughs> wanting to do shit. Oh, that's for sure. Because I mean, but it's it's partially because when you don't, when you're not doing shit, like you don't have to act like you're doing shit. Yeah, you can just true. sit on your couch and not do shit. Yeah, think about it. When you in the office, you spend more time trying to look busy than you might actually be busy. That's very. That's true. true. I was watching. Uh, what's that shit? That Wednesday Adam shit today. Pretty much just chilling, man. I had to get my brain back in the in the working mood, bro, because I was all out of it. Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that Monday right after Thanksgiving. Um, I think it's that's always like that. Because yeah. I mean, usually if you get lucky, you get maybe a half day on Wednesday, no work Thursday, maybe no work Friday. By the time you get back to Monday, you've been off a smooth five days. I also mm-hmm. found out that I was at work on Friday and I didn't have to because we were close. And I was the only one working. <laughs> and I was pissed about that because I could have just been chilling. <laughs> Wait, how did you how did you find out you were the only one there? Because uh, did you tell somebody you were working? Yeah, because my projects, we got to turn in project sheets and shit. And then on my project sheet, I was like letting them know that I worked on Friday, on like what I worked on on Friday and what I had to do training on on Friday. And they were like, uh, yeah, you got to take this off because, you know, we don't want to have to pay you holiday pay because um, you're not supposed to work on Friday. I was like, what? <laughs> I was definitely, ch- I was chilling, but I was, I was at work. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Did you leave it? Yeah. No, 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 no. I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't because they didn't approve it. So I had to take it off. So what they told me to do is just apply towards this week. And if I, you know, if I just want to have some time to like do something else, like, you know, take a half day or something like that, I'm good. So, I mean, it ended up working out, but still, I could have just been chilling. How'd you you not know? Because I mean, I really don't talk to nobody during unless I have a meeting. I, I really don't talk to nobody at work. Uh, 
you know, I just do my work that I got to do and clock out. Uh, but you know how that go. And then I'm thinking it's like super quiet because people, a whole bunch of people, then took off because it's the day after the holiday and shit like that. But you know, just tweaking type shit. But we here, man. Uh, Thanksgiving, man. How was y'all Thanksgivings? It was good, uh, man. I, yeah. I got no complaints. Yeah, no, actually, oh well, food and all that stuff. It was decent. You know, we didn't go really heavy on the turkey. Man, try to get out there, be mad, youthful, you know, turkey bowl activity. Fucked up, got the old man injury. Man, that happens. Oh. I feel like one of y'all get injured like every year, bro. <laughs> it's my time to hang it up. I was out there nice with it. Like, I was out there still getting it. You know what I'm saying? Had like two tubs of PBU, you know what I'm saying? Had the, the shicey mask on. And I was out there looking, you know, real shifty. Right. Man, I must have been trying to, trying to stop somebody. He must have pulled my groin. Oh shit! Oh yeah, the brawn injury. All I could do was lay. <laughs> I just had to hobble to the side. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, man. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not eating my Thanksgiving dinner uh, hobbled and, and injured, bro. Yeah, <laughs> y'all could miss me with the man, turkey. I was, I was in. <laughs> man, I was in there trying to make uh, like some green beans and some mashed potatoes. Like right after. Mm. I must have kept. I must have slipped like two or three times and like overextended. No oh, shit. I was just laid on the floor and just start hollering. Yeah. They, this hey, these type of injuries, you really realize like how how much your body is really connected. Like trying yeah. to lift my leg. I, yeah. Bro, these old injuries is 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 crazy, dog. I mean, niggas laughed at me when I told them about the basketball injury, and like uh, when I got a crick in my neck for putting on clothes. But when you get old, bro, <laughs> <laughs> the shit the shit yeah. can go downhill very fast <laughs> for no reason, too. That shit, man. Turkey bowl. Who was the uh, uh, goblin gabbler? What, what do they call them shits? Okay. <laughs> oh. So tell me why we was out there, right? And I'm on the side after I got hurt. Some dude who was, we didn't know, he just started playing with us. He was like, yo, you decent? I was like, yeah, you know, I'll be all right. He was like, yeah, you know I used to be a pro, right? And I was no. like, right. what? <laughs> who are you? I don't, I don't know you in the first place. What you talking about? He was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was on the Ravens for a little bit. Nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Terrell Suggs out there with y'all and shit. <laughs> what type of moves was he putting on? Man? <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I would, I was with, I, I was like, oh, he was in training camp. He's like, man, they had me do this little tryout. Um, and then they told me to go get some more film. So I'm thinking about, I'm, you know, the XFL to get like 80k. So I'm about to, you know, go over there, put in some more work. He was like, before this, I broke my leg, and I thought I was done. But coming out here today, you know, I think I still got it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go get this. Man, that nigga was filming practices. Hey, they told him to go get some more film for the camera, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga wasn't on the film, bro. <laughs> I was about to say, with all due respect, if I'm just finding out you a pro from this conversation, you was, you mid. Yeah, <laughs> the way I was seeing it, dude saying, you know. Before this, I could I didn't think I had it, but coming out here right now, I'm like, dog, you know who you playing with? <laughs> Where your bar to realize, yo, I still got it. <laughs> like, I was like, uh, get away from me. That nigga should have had Derrick Henry numbers out there with y'all ass. 
he did have one play where he did put a move. But I was like, all right, he, he still got a little something. But it was like, you was not about to go to the league, my boy. <laughs> that one move got him excited, man. <laughs> he, saw, he saw niggas' faces. Hey, I might, I might still have a little bit. Hey, man, the kid might still be nice. Nah, my boy, go ahead, hang it up, dog. <laughs> but don't yours is straight up. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time spending in North Carolina, and it was a uh, first time in North Carolina too. That's it's, not, part. it's not bad. Did you did you just shut around your head like a helicopter? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> but it was uh, Greensboro. Uh, oh shit! Okay, my people I was in, in Greensboro. Yeah, I was in Charlotte for in Charlotte for a day, and then uh, Greensboro the next day. But it was it was pretty solid. Okay, okay. So I'm mad at you. I know you're itching against the Winston Stadium. You were trying to see the CP3, the CP3 Memorial? Or the memorial. Museum? <laughs> hey, my nigga deserve a memorial, man. <laughs> that shit ain't funny. Man, that nigga's still alive. What, what do he need a memorial for? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, they got yeah. that something for him, man. Shout out to CP3. No, fuck that nigga. But uh, yeah, my my shit was straight, man. Went to Dallas. Y'all know how I do. Um, hung with the folks. Uh, it was it was good good uh, Thanksgiving, man. Like always. Uh, but I am tired now, man, and just trying to shake back from the weekend, bro. Long weekend. Got back and hung out a little bit on Saturday. And uh, you know, man. I, yeah, it's, this weekend showed me I gotta slow down, dog. Cause. <laughs> I don't feel good at all. <laughs> and it's been days. Yeah. How many signs does it take? Yeah, <laughs> they said countless signs. <laughs> man, I don't know. I keep ignoring the signs, but man, this might be the one. Be like, let's let's go into the new year and just you know switch things up. But I don't man, know. Man, just the thing is, you probably just need to stop mixing your liquor. Maybe that's what it is. It could bro. be as simple as that. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, bro. I don't. I don't think I ever threw up like I threw up uh, yesterday, dog. That that was crazy. Um. So yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is, dog. Uh. But you we here, man. You, you, you said what? You might want to get you a ball if you keep it up like that. <laughs> I'm gonna give me a throw up ball. <laughs> but uh, we here, man. We here to entertain. Yeah, man, we're here to let y'all know what's going on. Uh, anything else you want to we want to talk about before we get into the topics, man? Anything happen? Anything uh, that y'all want to bring up before we get into it? Um, let's, let's, uh, let's jump into it. I feel fresh. All right. Uh, where we want to start at? Yeah. Um. Okay. Do we need to do, do a quick little AMA recap? I know that was last week, and yeah, actually. Do have that on my list. I, I do have something I want to talk about. Um, with that, unless you have something specific you want to touch on. Oh no, I think we just do a little recap. But, okay. Um. Yeah. Well, the AMAs were last week on the American Music Awards. For anybody that does not know, um, the biggest controversy going into the AMAs was, uh, I guess Chris Brown was booked to do a Michael Jackson tribute. Um and they canceled at the last minute, citing that there were creative differences and that they had wanted to scrap some stuff that Chris Brown did not wanted to did not want to scrap from the performance. Um, mainly being the the, the Michael Jackson tribute, I guess. 
Um, mm. Did y'all? A lot of people took offense to this and was like they were trying to, they still trying to cancel Chris after all this time and like telling people to get over it. What were y'all thoughts about the the cancel performance? First and foremost, I mean, I guess with these type of things, you never really know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been at the request of the family. Um, I don't think at this point, I don't think that they would have canceled his performance based on people wanting to cancel him, right? Because he's done, a, he did the BET one post everything, right? Oh, yeah, because he was crying. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think this was less of like canceling it because they didn't want Chris Brown to do it versus canceling because I don't think it worked logistically in the show or something like that. And I think Chris just being Chris, you know, sometimes he take things to heart, take things to heart, and it might he might have taken it a different way than it was intended. Now. What I will say is, um, during the show, I don't know if y'all seen this, but Kelly Rowland was announcing an award for what was the best R and B song, best something song, uh, mm-hmm. or album, mm. R and B album, uh, artist, male artist, male artist of the year, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, and Chris Brown ended up winning, and I guess people were booing an audience, and she snapped on them. And told him like to respect him and made made sure that they were being quiet and respected him winning and while she was like accepting it on his behalf. Uh a lot of people didn't like this. A lot of people felt like um it was people's right to not like Chris Brown for what he did. Um, you know. A lot of people were calling Kelly Rowland a goofy. For standing up for Chris mm. Brown at, at that moment, which is like weird because I haven't seen a lot of that towards Kelly Rowland. I haven't seen a lot of real, I wouldn't say hatred, but like name calling, that type of stuff. But it just seems like from her defending Chris Brown, it, it seems to be an issue. Yeah. My question with um, that would be is, are people holding on to this grudge too long? I, I kind of want to say yeah. Okay, I don't. I don't know about the grudge. I, I guess it's hard to speak on the grudge. You can say yeah because you know people can. I I want to say I think booing at an award show was weird. Like especially booing at an award show now. Like we, he, Chris is. Well, I don't want to say he's won awards, but he's won awards since. I mean, he's put out a lot of albums. So he's been on a lot of war shows, and I don't think we've ever seen this type of response. So I just I'm confused on what even sparked this off now. That's we even weirder to me. Cause I think all she was trying to do was basically like this, it's kind of I don't know, it's kind of wild and rude to boo somebody who just won an award just for their talents. Like you're not really doing that unless it's person. Yes, yeah, see, I have a uh, it's conflicting with me on this issue because part of me says that if you believe somebody did a wrong, which they haven't in your eyes um, made up for or re- made repentance for, then it's your choice to not like that person. I'm, I'm you know, I'm all for that. And it seems like that's what people are saying in this instance. People are saying, look, Chris has it's not just the Rihanna thing. He has a pattern of behavior 
that shows signs of being an abuser. So if you take that stance and you want to stand on that, I'm I'm all I'm all the way fine for you saying, hey, I I just don't rock with Chris Brown. I you know I don't want to associate with him and things like that. Uh, I think my issue is when you start calling people goofies. Like Kelly Rowland, I think uh, Jordan Sparks came out and said that you know the time has come where I mean, I mean how much how much can you hate a person? She said stuff like that. When it comes to calling people like that goofies for their ability to um, forgive somebody and their ability to work with somebody, I think Sierra also dropped a video of her working with Chris Brown. When you go and like name call them because they were able to forgive them, that's when I'm like, I I don't know how comfortable that makes me. And I guess for me, I would say I don't even think that's forgiveness. Um, I I, I think Kelly Rowland can understand that. I mean, as a as a presenter, it has to be weird to present the award and the audience starts booing whoever won. I think she was just in a position to commend his talent. And I think you can acknowledge and commend someone's talent and not even forgive them for something they might've done. And even if she wants to forgive them, that's perfectly her right. But again, all she did was say, you're a great talent, which it's hard to deny that Chris Brown is like, you can't see the things that he does entertainment wise and say he isn't, she didn't say he was an amazing person. And as hard, I mean, I guess you can say it's difficult to separate the two because it's kind of connected, but I think in this case, that's not really it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. And I, I will say Kelly Rowland did say in the interview, she got interviewed again going to her car um, by TMZ. So she did say it was time for people to forgive. Um, and in, in, in a way, it's not our place to forgive because he didn't do the actions to us. Um but I, I, I can understand how people want some type of, like I said earlier, like some type of consequences or want you to seek some type of repentance for the actions that you have done. And it seems like Chris, mm. to some people, it seems like Chris has skated and just has allowed been allowed to continue a pattern of bad behavior. I, I feel like um once you go to... Uh, once you do jail time for certain stuff, that's you know serving something. Yeah, and I get it. They're gonna say you know repeated behavior and this, and even when you know uh, there isn't jail time, still so, you know if you have allegations or you have enough allegations, some of them are bound to, to be true. Minus if you actually go to jail for anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird that that was the reception now because I think for, for at least in the present, this might have been the longest time, at least that I know of that we haven't had him in the headline for anything. Mm. So I guess the timing for me is what made it even weird because if this was the response initially on the return, sure. I, I would have completely understood, but we're years past the last incident and to be years past it in, I'm sure he's been he's won some type of awards and to not get greeted with that response and to get it now, maybe it's something I don't know, but it seems kind of out the blue. Could it? Could it? Is there any chance that maybe some of the booing was from people who wanted to see Chris there and they knew about, about the cancellation? Mm, I, don't know um, I would say not. Yeah, 
I think if anything, people might cheer more to show yeah. like y'all miss opportunity. Yeah, I think it's 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 a large. I wouldn't even say large, but it's definitely a population of people that still have a a, lar- a large issue with Chris Brown. Um, a lot of people feeling like he didn't get what was owed to him for doing what he did to, you know, one of the most beloved superstars right now, um, in Rihanna. And then um, we also have to remember. Um, I mean, he still has an active. Well, you know, um, from my understanding, he has an active uh, restraining order from Karuchi. So, like, I understand the pattern of behavior has been kind of wild. Um, but it's always a, it's always a hard thing to gauge where the forgiveness starts to kick in because, like I said, it's not you're not owed forgiveness, so not everybody's going to forgive you, and I understand that. Like, that's well within people's rights, too. Um. So it's just like I know what I was reading was people's one of the quotes was people feel attached to Chris Brown because they feel like he was robbed of a career, uh, <clears throat> like he isn't actively recording and performing. And what would y'all what what y'all feelings towards that statement? I would say that's pretty incorrect, right? I don't think we think he was. I don't think we would say he was robbed of a career. We we all can say, you know, he was him getting in his own way, prevented him reaching the heights that it appeared he could reach. But he's still overly, not overly, but he's still extremely successful in, in the capacity where, you know, he was just nominated for a Grammy. Like he still tours really well. I wouldn't say he was stripped of an <laughs> opportunity to be any type of star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I wouldn't say that's the. That's the main reason why people are connected to him still. I think he just, you know, he still makes good music. Great music, actually. Yeah, it was actually said that he was the first artist to win the AMA in three different decades. So that just shows you how immensely talented this man is, where he was able, his longevity was able to, you know, cross over like that. Um, So, I mean, like I said, I, I'm I'm in the middle because I, I understand both sides on this um but i i just didn't like the shaming of kelly and jordan and the people that are connected that see that were able to kind of just move on and have their own they have their own relationship with um chris and they feel like hey you know i'm i'm in his i'm in your corner because it's just like shaming somebody's mom like for forgiving them or for standing by their son or something like that not, I mean, that's not the same thing. Kelly is obviously not his mom or his family, but if you know somebody personally and you deal with them or you have a relationship with them, obviously it's everybody don't have to shun you. Like he, you see what I'm saying? Like it don't have to be mm-hmm. a collective. Oh well, they did something. Now everybody has to get away from them type thing. It has to be some type of. Sometimes it's people in your corner to help you get back right. You can call out bad behavior or a pattern of bad behavior without just leaving a person out to dry. Yeah, I agree with that. So uh, that that was my only issue with that. Uh, the rest of the AMAs, uh, I think, went off without a hitch. Uh, anything that we need to speak on on AMAs? I really didn't pay attention too much. I saw Cardi and Glorilla performed. That was cool to see Gorilla up there. Um, who else? Anything else in AMAs that I'm missing? 
Uh, no, I think that was the biggest thing. I haven't seen any other real standouts or okay. uh, noteworthy performances. Uh, well, we have the... I know we talked about it for a little bit last week. Uh, we had the World Cup going on. And I, I don't think we dived into this too much because I think we just like picked winners or whatever. But it's in Qatar this year, which, you know, is a... Um, a majority uh, Muslim country and they have their own set of ideals, which is very different from the United States ideals. Uh, I know. I don't know if y'all seen it, but today some guy ran on the, the pitch with uh, 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 saved the Ukraine shirt and a rainbow flag. And I'm uh, almost a hundred percent sure he's not alive right now. God damn. Wait, wait, why you say that? Just because how they extreme they are, or there's yes. some shit coming out. Oh, okay. He, he was already arrested, yeah, I, and um, I can make a, a almost an insurance to you that he's not alive right now. Yeah, I I seen uh, reports that they were asking uh, teams to remove like flags and things of that nature from uniforms, um, and they weren't letting individuals with like rainbow paraphernalia into the stadium. Yes. Damn. So that brought to that brought the question to me, which I kind of wanted to talk to y'all about when things like this are happening, like the sporting events or going over there just in general. We all know it, different instances like uh, what we see now with the Brittany Griner and Russia thing. Um, we have Leangelo Ball, how he almost got a whole bunch of years for stealing some sunglasses. But uh, let's just stick to this in particular, um, because it seems to be a a very different set of ideas. When you go over there, should we try to like contribute to change or should we just shut the fuck up and, and really respect their respect their laws and ideals? So if they're against like gay marriage and, you know, alternative lifestyles and things like that, should we respect that because that's their laws or should we try to push change? Shit, I'm be honest with you. Well, from 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 a player's perspective, I'm shutting the fuck up. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the government. Isn't this the government's job? If they want to interfere with other countries' morals, I'm gonna let y'all do that. Mm-hmm. If I'm in another country playing, I'm shutting the fuck up. Ain't ain't. I ain't risking no, I ain't risking nothing if I'm on a land. They could do whatever they want to me. Yeah, and, and and niggas won't help me. So nah, I'm play by the rules until I get back home. Okay, so it's that that's strictly from a, a like a consequential standpoint, and like mm-hmm. from an ideal standpoint, do you think it's fair for people to try to get over there and kind of bring awareness or? talk about the the injustices that's happening in that country oh 100 percent. if you want to do that i'm cool with it i mean as as long as you know you know what the consequences i'm fine with anybody speaking up for what they believe in and they believe and they believe that there's an injustice happening mm-hmm. i'm just saying me personally even if i believe want to believe in it i'm i might you know chill out if if I know I'm gonna, I'm outnumbered by these motherfuckers and they controlling the grounds and everything, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Yeah, uh, I, I think you have to really. 
I'm not against it. Like Nona said, if you if you want to fight for an injustice, please go, please do it. Uh, you know the quote, and the justice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Damn. Yeah. Is that the actual quote? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know the quote, so I was just trying to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> It's close. It's close enough. It's close enough. Um, <laughs> but no, you ha- listen. You you have to be. You have to know what's coming with it. You yeah. have to be willing to to pay the consequence. It's like those people who, um, because I know they banned like beer sales at the World Cup like two mm-hmm. days before, and people on social media saw how they were like smuggling beer into the World Cup, and they had like, um, covers like Coca Cola covers for their you know, their beers and such. And it's like, we can't just think because we indulge in the, in beer so much that it should become a thing to the point that we're going around them and think that if we get, it's kind of like the Brittany Griner situation. If you get arrested, nobody's coming for you though. Like you knew what it was and you took the risk. That's why you did it. And that's why, and you're going to get caught. It's the same type of situation. You just have to understand what comes with the risk and be willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that point was going on to my pushback on that, and not my personal pushback, but just to c- continue the dialogue. It's just like um, the same way you were just talking about, like how we indulge in alcohol and stuff like that. That's a personal, you know, a personal preference on in our country and how we allow people to move. And it's the same thing with gay marriage. Like somebody there might say, "Hey." we we don't care if y'all thinking it's injustice we here it's not an injustice it's just how we live our lives so is it our place then to say no this is a injustice against humans uh you know people have been killed for being homosexual and having alternative lifestyles whatever they may be um now where where is it is it our place to go over there and try to push reform on their laws and their set of ideals? Because that's where the kind of conflict comes into play here. I would say it's I not. Yeah, I think, I I, I think it's, it's just one of those things where it's having that ability. It's not like it's going to change anything in the way that you guys operate. It's just allowing kind of people to be themselves. I think is how most people see it. It's not like it's going to, it shouldn't sway anything. It shouldn't change our economy in any, it shouldn't bring anything negative just to allow people to be themselves. I think this is how it's usually seen. Um, and it's so simple. It's like, why are you even holding this back? So I'm not getting, I, I feel it, but I think it's worth at least speaking up for if you're willing to speak up for it. Yeah, uh, Donald, you about to say something? Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I don't, I don't know if it's technically our place. Um, I guess if you want to go in there and just spread a message and kind of you know just get certain people you know thinking about it, but it seems more so of a government thing on their end. So I don't know if civilian if it's a civilian's place to try to spark some change over there. And it also shouldn't be from. The, um, tourists doing it either. I don't think that helps. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because they probably don't even fuck with you anyway. Yeah, and we got some people over there that's wild and wearing like crusades stuff and doing doing dumb shit where you know <laughs> your ass is about to get murdered, bro. 
or thrown in prison. Let me not let me not continue to say murder. That's slightly racist. Uh, but thrown in prison, and who mm-hmm. knows what's gonna happen to you after that. Uh, but I I don't know, man. It's uh, it's always I think it's just on the FIFA. It's on FIFA now that they put it here because it's like you know it's, it's gonna be a conflict with the rest of the world with the stuff that's going on here. And so it's it's just a I don't know it's a pot that's is gonna boil over after a while because it's such a different set of ideals from a lot of the rest of the world, especially like European countries and America and stuff like that. So, and this is a this actually isn't it's a, a docu series type thing on Netflix about FIFA, and they I started a little bit before the cup I didn't finish, but they were there was like the, one of the early um, World Cups was in. Damn, I can't even remember what what country it was, but they were like kidnapping citizens and killing them and like throwing them out to the side. And basically, this country paid for it to make it seem like all glorious. But again, it's one of those things like you were saying, FIFA should have done something about it before. It's once you get that check involved, yeah, all kind of morals go out the window. It's like we don't agree with it, but that's on, on the country. But we're just here to spread the games. So. Yeah, I, I read that because uh, you know this is normally the the World Cup is normally during the summer months, but you know Qatar is so hot during the summer month, like niggas would be dying on the pitch and shit. Uh, so they had to move it to like around here, like November, because it's a little bit cooler. Um, but their solution to like when they pitched it originally, they said that they were going to build artificial clouds. And to block out the sun <laughs> over the, the stadiums, bro. And somehow they got the what's that, bro? I don't know how, but they got it still. So yeah, I can Yo, tell you how corrupt this shit is. <laughs> what cash they got? <laughs> hey, don't worry, we'll, we'll we'll find something to block that out. <laughs> Disregard that sun thing. No, they said they were gonna build like drone clouds and put them over the stadium during the games and shit. So it, it was. It's it's nuts, bro. But uh, kind of staying on the LGBT thing. Um, I don't know if y'all seen this. Did y'all see Charles Barkley on um? I don't know if it was Fox News or CNN the other day. Uh, y'all see he him say that black people treat gay people the worst out of any uh race. No, I did not see that. Um, uh, yeah. So he he was having a discussion about um you know, LGBT community and how uh, he stated how he believes that black people in our community, we treat gay people worse than any other community. First of all, do y'all agree with that? I feel like that's a, uh, it's, it's two different things because I feel like in our community, there's going to be more, gay people than another race being in our community. So I feel like it's kind of unfair to compare it. What you mean? Kind of explain that a little bit more. Like like how he's, from what I'm getting that you're saying, he said that in our community we treat gay people worse than the other race. Yeah. And I feel like there's because the Gay is not a race, so we definitely got gay black people in our community. So I think you know how we treat 
how we commit crimes. They say black on black crime has to stop and all that. But the reason that black on black crime happens is because you commit crimes most likely against people in your community. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's you can't compare being gay to being a race. Yeah. Well, I, and I how see, we treat them, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I think he's saying that uh so gays within our community, we treat them worse than the whites treat the gays within their community or the the uh um, oh. Asians with the gays within their community and things like that. That's what he's saying. That's okay. 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 That's different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I have nothing to back that. I wouldn't know that. I don't know what like, like stats would make someone want to say that, but I don't mm-hmm. see it. I feel like we really do. Uh, we're, we're trying to. It hasn't always been like that, but I feel like we've definitely been trying to uplift uh, that part of the community when it comes to black people, but. Yeah, I wouldn't know how it is compared to other races. Man, I want to know where he got this because what the fuck is Charles Barkley talking about? Honestly, like what, like how, what black people, what, how is he pulling all the black people and say, you know, we collectively all treat gay people the worst? Yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't like the sweeping generalization there at all. Um, because I feel like it's one of those things where if I'm hanging around a majority black people, of course, I'm going to think like, you know, you, you're not really hanging out with other races. So you don't see how they treat, you know, gay people or they treat other, you know, people. And so I think it's just sometimes Charles Barkley needs to get out of his like bubble and really see what's going on outside of the black race. Cause I feel like he's really magnifying all the issues within the black race without looking at other races. Mm-hmm. And not saying that we should do like a struggle Olympics and nothing like that. But I think that sometimes we're so critical of our own race because that's who we're around most of the time. But, and we try to make it seem like it's no good going on on this. No, I think that black people have made major strides in accepting the LGBT community. And it shouldn't be where you have to accept them because they're just people, but it's where it's where we can all live in, like in harmony, where, you know, it's no hate crimes and it's no things like that killing and things like that. But if we just choose to focus on the negative, I don't know. And especially, I don't know. It just came off wrong to me. I don't know. It's also a weird thing to say is like, you know, we we treat them the worst. Like, yeah, they may treat them. White people might treat them bad, but we really we treat them the worst. Yeah, yeah. With, with no merit to it, it's it's just a, a strange, a strange statement. Yeah, you you can't make a generalization of your own, just your perspective. You have to kind of look outside of that if you're going to make something like that. Uh, it's just a terrible statement on his end. Yeah, especially when you've just seen 20 people, 20 plus people get shot in the in the LGBT nightclub. Uh, I think five of them being murdered. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that shooter was black. So it's just, I don't know, man. It's... The I don't even want to speak about what's going on as far as like mass shootings. You got the the Walmart manager. It's so much shit going on, bro. It's just like now, you know how they said that we were getting to a point where it's normalized. It's 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 normalized now. Mm-hmm. 
because it was about four this week, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, it's you can go as far as saying mass shootings have been normalized. Yeah. When because the way that we were like, we you would assume if there's going to be this amount of mass shooting, the response would be some change. We don't see any type of change when it comes to this in any capacity. The laws don't really change. Um, we don't make it harder to get guns. We don't like it's just the news just cycles on to another story. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think because unfortunately it didn't got to the point where I think it's just it's fatigue. Like I, I, don't, I don't even like retweeting it anymore or posting it in a group so we could talk about it. Uh, I mean, I, I'll see some and I might post and just to make people aware like, damn, this shit going on. But it just happens so frequently now that it's just like, bro, what is talking about? Because nobody listening, bro. They're not going to change those laws. They're not. It just seemed like people are so married to these guns and shit like that that they they gonna want them regardless. And it, they figured out in their mind that like, it's no way we can go about getting rid of guns. Although it's been countries that had gun laws that have restricted them and it worked out fine. No more mass shootings, mm-hmm. specifically Australia. So I don't know. Uh, I, uh, that was kind of a weird transition to that, but um, I don't know with Charles, man. It, it, I like Charles. Like I, I, I was uh, having a discussion and saying like I'm not one that believes. I'm not one of those like oh let's cancel Charles because he said something against black people. No, I think it just needs to be in the discussion had. Like, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like black people treat gay people the worst? And I mean, because it's all perspective. Like, he might have a different perspective. Maybe some of his family members treated gay people horribly. Mm. And, and so that's all his perspective. All he <laughs> knows. Yeah. But I would challenge it because I, I think that the people I surround myself with and my family and things like that have a very good relationship with the LGBT community and very accepting and very, you know, able to not, it's not really a big deal. It's not really a big thing. So, yeah. I don't know. Any, any final thoughts on that before we move on? Um, no, I guess it's, I remember when they gave Charles Barkley that show where he was trying to have serious discussions with America. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm knew. They, that shit, man. <laughs> they really be bringing Dragon Charles that Chuck out there to for these type of honestly, I think they just do it so he can shake shit up. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the rich perspective, bro. When you get rich, you're not black no more, bro. And I'm not saying I'm not, you know, calling Charles anything because I know when this shit happened, a lot of people want to say coon and uh, Uncle Tom and all that shit. I don't. I don't necessarily think Charles is that because that he grew up in Alabama when they were still super racist. I just think that sometimes when you get money and whether you want it to or not, it it clouds your perspective of what like people. Go ahead, my. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, with him, you could always also argue he's had more time away from it than he had in it. I mean, growing up, yeah, in Alabama is one thing, but I think growing up in Alabama, maybe as Charles Barkley created a different experience for him than, let's say, the regular 
I don't know, black person in Alabama during that time. Even regardless of if, you know, family members who might get treated differently, maybe he never fully received it the same way that everyone else did because of who he always was and what he could always do. And that created something, a different perspective for him. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So I don't know, um, but it kind of ties into the Stephen A. Smith thing. Um, I'm sure y'all are aware of the Jerry Jones uh, was called in 4K on Washington Post. <laughs> um, <laughs> being in the crowd of a a white mob blocking some black students from coming into their high school. Um, this is, you know, way back in like the 60s. Um so they uh, Washington Post put out an article that showed that Jerry Jones was one of the kids in the background of this mob uh, blocking these kids from coming into the school. Uh, f- uh, first, let's get first reactions. When this first came out, was this a big deal to you? Was like, how did y'all think about this? What did y'all think about this uh, article? <laughs> for me, I-, I was just like, hey, Jerry Jones may be racist. But I don't really care about this picture, though. <laughs> like, it, it's kind of funny just to see a young ass Jerry Jones like be kind of affiliated with some racist shit. But yeah. I, I don't know if this really did anything to change my mind on how Jerry Jones looks. I don't, I don't know if he's racist or not. But you know, like I said, he probably is. So. Yeah, I don't think this changed anything because I think it was also always easy to assume that Jerry Jones was racist. <laughs> um. So seeing the proof of like, oh, see, there it is. That's all. It, <laughs> that's that's all it kind of is. It's like, oh, see. So, so, so. so you think it is proof that he's racist? He's uh, in a white mob blocking, <laughs> blocking some team, <laughs> black teams from coming to school. You, you, you can argue that he wasn't in the mob and he was just trying to get to class. I think his lawyer said he was just trying to check the vibes. Something like <laughs> check the hey, racist vibes. Hey, listen, that's some real shit, though. In high school, you're not really involved with the fight. You just kind of want to see what's really going on. I can understand him being one of them motherfuckers. Even if you do, Jerry Jones still has racist teeth and racist mannerisms. And he was born in the 1950s in Arkansas. I, it's, 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 it's very clear to me that, you know, it's a high probability that he's racist. Yeah, this, this picture no, didn't... This picture didn't sway me any in any way, shape, or form, for, or make me change my mind on what I think I already knew. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Um, so Stephen A. got on on camera, and a lot of people he's getting a heat from a lot of people because he got on camera and was like, "Look, uh, I'm not gonna hide the fact that Jerry Jones has been very good to me, and I don't think that we can hold something that." He like him being 15 against him. Like he's pretty much saying the same thing we saying, whereas we don't know if he was doing something hateful or not. But the pick is the pick. Like, like we we just supposed to take assumptions. But he said even if it was something where he was being malicious, he was 15 years old. And you can't hold that against him for now. So you can hold like his hiring practices or some of the things he may have done and said uh, as an adult when he became the owner of the Cowboys against him. And he said, that's fair, but you can't hold him being 15 um, against him. something that he did or may or may not have done when he was 15 against him. Do y'all agree with that? No. 
I think it's almost the opposite. I think if he would have been in the, he's in the photo, and then now he's, uh, I'm gonna say, let's say he he's more of an ally to the black community. You know, giving Des Bryant and Dak Prescott some money doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. You you see through his hiring practices and things of that nature that, and I think he had, I could be wrong, could be the wrong rich white person. He had some sort of lawsuit with, oh, that might have been Trump. Damn, all these white people are saying with the apartment housing things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the fact, if that's what it, the picture looks like and nothing about his behavior now, other than signing athletic, athletic black people it nothing really changes the narrative i think if we saw some maybe improved behavior or saw like this could have just been him checking the vibes it would be it would be different i don't i kind of agree with Stephen a on this though i feel like we i mean you like you you definitely could say something about, you know, his hiring practices, all the stuff he's done while he's on the Cowboys. But I wouldn't hold this picture from when he was 15 uh, about I wouldn't hold that as the man that he could be today, because just like you said, if he did do some good while he owned the Cowboys, we would, you know, you would look at that picture different, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I I agree with Stephen. That you, it's, it, he's fifteen. I ain't really I ain't really mad at that. I, I I feel like that's not the thing that we should be like. All right, we need to get him out out of here for. Okay. Yeah, and I mean the last angle to this, because when this happened, I mean you see the Stephen A. response. A lot of people are pointing out that it's a completely different response than the response to the Kyrie situation, where it's like. Uh, immediate condemnation like this you know you must apologize you must do all this um now imagine jerry jones is doing something anti-semitic at 15 or got a sign or you know doing something that can be deemed as anti-semitic will we have the same response as this we would they wouldn't and I'm not going to say who they is, <laughs> but, but they wouldn't. But honestly, that's a very good point. Jerry Jones, you might have to talk to the minister, bro. <laughs> we might have to enforce it. Oh, what, um, I think Sarah Owens put out his list of what he would want Jerry Jones to do. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good question because it's like... I mean, I'm not comparing the two because obviously it would have to be blatantly anti. I don't know how to make a a direct comparison, but it just seems like to me that this when you really examine this moment in history, this is a very traumatic moment in black history. When you think about it, it's our kids being spit at, being choked out, being pushed because they were just trying. And these are little kids and young teenagers because they just wanted to go to school. And we got a group of white people, Jerry Jones, who may or may not have been with them. And we get some of this. And I feel like the way he addressed it was kind of like half-hearted, like, oh, yeah, look at look at the young buck. And, you know, I was just there, you know, just chilling and just trying to check out things. And I don't think it was treated with the seriousness it should have been. But if it was the other way and it was had something to do with you know, some anti-Semitic shit, it would have been, it would have been a very serious tone to his response. 
So it just seems like our pain and our like our struggle has been like disregarded a lot. And I think that's where a lot of frustration comes for a lot of people. Um well Tara Owens list of demands that he put out before he beat up that dude at CVS mm. um was apologize for anti black racist behavior, two condemn anti black racism, three, meet with black community leaders of our choice. Four, donate $10 million to Black institutions of our choice. Five, attend sensitivity training. Six, meet with Minister Farrakhan to demonstrate understanding. Let's go! That's what I'm talking about! I might add a couple more to that list, too. You know what I'm saying? Some free jerseys to kids. What? what <laughs> In Dallas. Some big what jerseys. Community, what community leaders would you want him to talk to? Some oh, he talking to everybody, bro. He talking to uh, what's my man with the school? Umar, you want to talk to Yay? Yeah, to no, know Doctor Umar. Doctor Umar. <laughs> he definitely talking. To, he definitely talking to Doctor Umar. Fam. Sure. Uh, Jerry you Jones and Doctor Umar conversation will end with shots ringing out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would also need him to talk to Boosie. That's him. No, bro. That's a good one. I, I would definitely, yeah. You gotta holler at Boozy too, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It, it definitely. I think that people are just calling out the hypocrisy of like the the different responses of what it would have been. You know, if it was the other way. Which I mean, that's that's a good point. But um, I don't know. Like I said, it. I will admit that it did look like he was just like checking out what was going on from the pick. But it might just be like any pick could make me look like I'm just checking out what's going on. And mm-hmm. I could in the next frame, I could have been calling niggas niggers. So yeah. <laughs> it's, true. But also, it's like, is that the thing you want to check out like the vibes for? Like, like hey, what's going on? Like, we're trying to let some niggas in. <laughs> and you just like start poking your head around. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> oh hell no! Not on my watch. <laughs> and if I'm ever the uh, owner of a team, I'm right. never hiring them niggas. <laughs> right. they, didn't, they didn't. They didn't show the the next clip where he just started yelling. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm- I can't front, man. At 15, if I was a part of the dominant race, I don't know what I'd do. The dominant <laughs> race. You know he was doing it. <laughs> you want Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I know he has some. Nine. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a complicated situation. But like I said, he addressed it. He said he was just curious and, you know, that type of shit. So uh, we'll see what comes from it. I, I doubt anything comes from it. Uh, but that's that's just the way things are, man. It's just the game. So, um, on a lighter note, um, this dude took his his son to Hooters, his nine year old son to Hooters, uh, to celebrate good grades, and people are calling him creepy. Is that man creepy? <laughs> hey, man, what what if this kid likes Hooters, man? <laughs> I'm sure he did. Niggas fucks with the wings. I mean. <laughs> To be fair, it is a dining establishment. It is. Some people like Hooter wings. I hate that wings. I think they wings is buttery. They are. They put the butter sauce. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan. I ain't gonna lie. But if his kid likes some Hooters wings, I guess he's not wrong for taking him some Hooters wings and some games. That's real. If it's really that creepy, then Hooters shouldn't even be a thing. 
Mm, facts. Yeah, they should have an age limit. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not like a twenty-one up establishment. People can take their whole families there. That's real shit. Yeah, it be always throwing me off when this whole family's at Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know they really love them ways, man. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. It's a family going there for a graduation celebration very soon. <laughs> Shout out to Hooters, man. Whoever thought of that idea was very freaky. Um, but it is yeah. what it is. Um, what else is going Do on? Do I even like the Hooters girls? Like the It'd be a couple that'd be decent. Yeah. Like nine times yeah, I, out of ten, it's like there's I'm not here for y'all. I'm really am just here for the food. All right. In high school, it was it was some special ones over there. <laughs> I think just, <laughs> I think for I think for a high school it's different though. Cause we're just like, man. Corny all the Any thing. yeah, yeah. Anything like that is just gonna attract us. So you just I'm, lusty to see curves. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. I haven't been to a Hooters in a very long time, so I don't know how what effect it would have on me, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what effect? Like what, what, what? <laughs> no, no, I don't know if I would be in there like damn, I right, it's some really attractive women in here. Or if I'd be Come on, man. <laughs> Stopping my feet and shit. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> Well, I don't know, man. Yeah, I I uh, I don't know if I bring my kid there, but uh, I don't think it's necessarily creepy if the kid like Hooters. Also, isn't it only creepy if he makes it creepy? Like if he then like harassing waitresses. Yeah, that's a good point. If he not like in there like trying to set up some shit with him and his like the waitress his son and the waitress like I don't think it's creepy like we have to get away from uh, actually I don't know because I don't think just being there is sexualizing the situation okay I think you can you can accept that your son is going to find women attractive and be around attractive women without you know, setting up a play, it feel like it's like an environment to set up a play or some shit. Yeah. As long as he's not over there, like talking about body parts and shit in front of the kid, I feel like it's all right. If you just treat it like a regular dinner, I don't see what makes this creepy. Or or telling him it's my son's birthday. Can he he get a picture? (laughs) Can you do that dance? It's like what dance? <laughs> we don't gotta dance here. <laughs> Make up one. <laughs> Can y'all do the birthday jiggle? Uh, <laughs> what y'all gonna do with that whipped cream? <laughs> oh look, be careful, son! They got cake. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, yeah, just don't make it weird, bro. But I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's uh, inherently creepy. Uh, did August Alcina come out this week? Uh, I kind of want to say yes, but I kind of want to say no. What? How do you? He half did it. Yeah, a lot of people don't believe that he's really gay. <laughs> Why would he be gay? I'm- <laughs> well, he had, he. I don't know what show it was, but he said so he had a boyfriend. Yeah, so he he, he didn't even say that 
particularly, and that, I mean specifically, and that's why people are questioning whether he's actually gay, because <laughs> he like was like, um, I found somebody that loved me on like a, a different level, something to that effect, and then Buddy just came out, and no, and he was like, it's not the typical love that y'all are used to seeing. But I wanted to show it to the world. It's like everybody can have it. Something along those lines. Yeah. And then dude came mm. out. And the part that be, I guess that's even more. Uh, I don't know if this is okay to say. But the part that I guess at least makes me question is like dude came out and they just like dapped up. Yeah, they shook up. I was like, hey, hold on. That ain't gay love. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gay love. <laughs> that ain't how to how do you do it. <laughs> Me and my nigga do that all the time. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I was I was confused, man. I was like, oh no, something off, bro. Uh, but I mean, hey, congrats if you know that you know if he actually is coming out, if he's living his true. But uh, a lot of people think, even like some of the industry insiders are saying, like it's a um, a publicity play. Um, and like he down bad. He just trying to spark some some cloud around his name and stuff like that. So I hope that's not what's going on. And I hope that he's actually like living his truth if he is. So, well, you, yeah, you hope he's more so not trying to use it as an opportunity. Right. Yeah. Don't be faking your game. No, this is like, (laughs) I didn't even know that was a play. Like, I don't know who pulled one of those off successfully. So that's mm. a weird angle. Oh, you're talking about like somebody faking it? Yeah, faking it for clout. Yeah. Uh, that's that's tough. I can't really think. Well, YouTube streamers. Other than them, <laughs> I don't know who successfully does it. It's also YouTube streamers too. faking gay. Yeah, that's well, that's kind of like the cool thing to do now. That's how you in get whose views. world? What world you living in? <laughs> Man, that, like uh, Aiden Ross, the reason he's so big is because he just acts like he's gay on the stream, and and they think it's funny. Uh so like making jokes, not yeah, actually having a but, gay relationship. No, 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 not not. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, that's taking it a step too far, but. Um, yeah. it's also just funny because, like, uh, why did he think? Like, there's nothing, no stunt that August Alcina is going to pull right now, respectfully, that's going to boost him any extremely high. He had somebody had to know that. Yeah, I mean, he don't really have yeah, to be boosted. August true. Alcina made solid music. If he just wanted to make some more music, I'm pretty sure people would check it out without if he's nah. playing around doing this. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think people would run to it like that. And they're not checking for no more. Damn. <laughs> if he's on the surreal life, something, yeah, he, he is down pretty bad. I don't even know they made that show anymore. That was like the signal for like washed up uh, celebrities <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like niggas would be like 50 plus on there, like way out of their prime. Yeah, be on there talking to Ron Jeremy and shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's easy That's to crash crazy. out. It's, well, they crash out earlier now. Mm. Yeah. You think so? I think it's, well, especially with social media, you can peak hot fast earlier than you did before. 
So it's if you can peak earlier, it's you can crash out earlier. Yeah, but I never. I don't think August really had a down period. Like his projects have always been pretty alright. Uh, he just had some medical issues and like mental things going on that kind of fucked him up. Um, and he just got out the scene. And then I, you know, of course the Jada situation. Uh, people kind of took sides on that and stayed with Jada and Will over him because they felt like he was being messy and and interjecting himself himself on that relationship. So. I don't know. I don't. I never thought he was too far gone from you know dropping music and people not caring. I mean, people caring about it. So, mm. it is what it is. Uh, what else is happening, man? Mm. Oh, okay. This is a question that I saw. Um, do y'all think roasting leads to insecurities in men or roasting culture? Yeah. Uh I saw that TikTok. Uh I would agree. I, I I think we always gonna joke on him because he seems sensitive in the TikTok. Um but I do think that it's things that stick around, uh stick with you that you know, jokes from your friends and your family that make you insecure about certain things. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. If you constantly get joked on about a particular thing, that's gonna stick with you. That's gonna stick with anybody. They're not just gonna act like it didn't happen or something. And so I, I can definitely the, see. I saw the thing where he made the point where it's like in this kind of culture, the usual response is to then turn around and do the exact same to exact same thing to somebody else. So it is. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I guess there is a cycle of that. But I, unfortunately, this is one of those things where I don't think that's ever going to go away or change. No. And that, that's what I was just about to say. It's just like, it's one of those things that it's just part of being a child, part of growing up. As an adult, you don't see it as often because, I don't know, people don't want to be just be going around roasting adults. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know where it kind of fades off. But, um yeah um when you when you a kid it's just one of those things that you know you either develop tough skin learn how to joke back or you're just gonna be getting getting flame broiled out here mm-hmm. it's really no right no wrong it's just it's just part of life every team movie you've seen has a it's a bully it's gonna be somebody that's talking about somebody and that's always gonna be the drama because it happens to everybody it's it. Um, I, I, I was trying to scroll through some of the replies of the tweet of the of the screenshot or whatever, um, and I guess a lot of what I was seeing was like, "Where's the change? Or why doesn't anything anybody stop it?" I, I just I don't I don't think it's possible because, like I was saying, it starts with one person and the other person responds to it. Who's who's gonna be that one person who's like, hey guys, let's not do this, or let's not roast on each other? Like, you can can you safely roast? Is that a thing? Would you say it's okay? I, I don't think it's ever a safe roast, but I think it's a roasting with it's a roasting with ill intent versus roasting without ill intent like we'll crack jokes on each other about certain shit but mm-hmm. we know we all got e- 
each other's best interests at heart. Like we just making fun. We just having fun. We're not we not trying to make you feel bad for real. And I, I think also it's I think it's easier as adults. I think it's we see it less like you might have been saying before as adults because I think we're more aware to not roast or you have more discussions with your friends. Mm. So you might even be more aware of what their, let's say their insecurities are. Like you can see things that make them a little self-conscious. So I think when we roast or when we crack jokes on each other, it's not really, you're not picking at somebody's uh, clothes. Um, like, yo, you dusty ass nigga. Like, yeah. Or we're not roasting on their living seat. We're, we're not doing things that we know are going to be hurtful. Not because we think we realize that they feel some type of way, but it's like, we know this is going to hurt. It's just like, this is for play. It's not really for pain. When I think with kids, they really just go into what they know will hurt each other the most. So it's different. Yeah, it's a sport. It's like, cause it's no, it's not a, how can, cause they're not thinking about maintaining that relationship because they, they just feel like they kids. They, they not really, they don't have that aspect of it. When you're an adult, you don't want to really hurt somebody to the point because we all going through a whole bunch of shit already. You don't want to hurt somebody on top of the shit they already going through. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, at, at that point, especially with your friends, you know, the type of shit they dealing with or the type of shit that they are insecure about. So you don't want to cross that line and you don't want to talk about that stuff. We just like it's like normally like lighthearted jokes about little little shit and, you know, just play, playing around. That's how that's how we are. But yeah. like you said, it shouldn't never cross to the point where it's about it's on the topic of something somebody's really dealing with. Or it's heavy on somebody's mind. Yeah. So yeah, no, you're not wrong. And I think it's mm-hmm. kids will roast their quote unquote friends. And I don't think adults will do that. We're more aware. And then with somebody we, we hear or we see somebody doing that to somebody we, we know. We're more likely to jump in it than jump on top of it. Jump in it in defense mode than jump on top of on building on top of, I guess, whatever flame broiling might be going on. Mm. Yeah, I mean, shit. One of my favorite shows is Roast Me with a show where they just roast each other for hours, bro. And it's just like, like I said, it's part of the culture. It's just like, we'll joke about some shit, but it's not malicious. I'm sure none of them are like, I hate this nigga. I'm, I'm want him to feel bad about himself it's nah, just what's, how what's we the, grew what's, um who's the nah they be talking the way they was talking about Doughboy that they were trying to be hurtful it's somebody did make a good point where they were like as a fat person or a fat kid you can't do anything and I realized that is kind of right cause like you can do anything that any other regular regular per, any other person is doing and they're still going to sprinkle on, look at this fat ass eating. <laughs> or, and look at fat ass over here trying to run. These are seizure like, jokes. These are seizure <laughs> jokes that he was getting off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I mean, wow. that's true. <laughs> but I, part of me wants to say that sometimes you need that type of motivation to one, lose weight. Or, I mean, even if you don't want to lose weight, if you embrace your body and that's how you want to be, it's just, you got to get funny. Like, you can't tell me that getting roasted on, on when you were a kid didn't make you funnier. 
I think you can that's, say there are a, people who would argue they, that it didn't. That's a hilarious thought, though. If that's how you gain your superpower, just getting <laughs> killed every day. <laughs> it's a locking. I mean, because I just, if you think about it, like even even if say in in high school, you know, they roast in a fat dude, yeah, and fat dude go home and he's still fat and he come to jokes, come to school with the jokes, like you still gonna hate being fat. Yeah, but now he know how to get himself out of the corner. He gonna heat some niggas up. <laughs> he gonna go crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess is, is that part of the misconception that's like you once you get back at niggas, like you you decent, and it's like it's whatever you were going through is gone. Because if you think about it, that might be what makes it worse. Is you can flame back and you can get back at niggas, and you can seem like oh, I just shook off all that just happened. But in the back of your mind, it's like, damn, this nigga called me pizza face. <laughs> or like whatever insecurity that you already have, it's still bothering you because they just attacked that. You had to act unfazed for 15 minutes. But you, but it's like getting jumped in by a gang. Like, yeah, I made it and y'all beat me up, but I have to act tough about it. But when I get home, it's like, this shit hurt. Yeah, I mean, and it's no perfect answer because kids gonna be kids. As much as we want everybody to like pay attention to each other's triggers and you know make sure we treating everybody fairly and right, unfortunately, that's not gonna happen. And so the only thing that I can say is you can teach your kids that people are going through real life things. Like even kids are going through real life stuff. They may not have parents at, at the house, or they may. Be have their own insecurities they're dealing with. Treat uh, really the basic, the basic principles. Treat people how you want to be treated. If you don't want somebody really going in on you and making you feel bad, then don't make them. Don't make other people feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I mean, you can joke how you're fun because we all didn't did it. I, I don't care who you are. You could be the most, the best personality the nicest person ever you didn't heed somebody before you didn't gossip you didn't talk behind somebody back before everybody does but i think it, it gotta be something that clicks on you to feel like damn how would this person feel if they heard this or how's this what i'm saying to this person making them feel if you yeah. would you rather get the call that your kid was at school uh getting on people so bad that they were crying or that your kid was getting roasted on so bad that they were crying at you to pick them up? Definitely the first one for me. Uh, like I, that's that's gonna make me. I'm still gonna be upset that they that they're going in on somebody. But I'd rather hear that than the other because the other will have me coming up to the school on some wild and shit. Like that, <laughs> like that one nigga that was on the bus. <laughs> Like that still gets your blood boiling, bro. Like you, you ready to fight some kids if you hear that? It's also got to be challenging because, like, what if you hear some of the things that they were saying? It's actually funny. Yeah, it's about you and shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant like about your dick. They gonna be like, oh damn, that is a good one. If they was playing with me, I'd be like, all right, right, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all can do that shit. Let me holler at the kid real quick. (laughs) But I'm cool. He he chop you up again. Man, this okay. This is what I was talking about. Dude coming with the ash your ankles in the weekend. Dude, knees always touching. Yeah, nah. I had to, I had to fuck that kid up. I ain't gonna lie. See, 
<laughs> I told him. I told him he's so skinny because they don't got no food in the house because his daddy always eat it. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't get flamed up by no kid, bro. I have to go go crazy on that nigga, bro. <laughs> But uh, I don't know, man. Like it's like I saw the video, and I, I definitely agree with the kid uh, that was making them points. But it's just one of those things that I don't know how much we can do about that type of stuff. Uh, only thing you can really do is control your household and make sure your kids know and the, your family knows. Like, try to treat people as, as the best you can. Like, you're not always gonna be nice to people. It's not. It's not feasible. It's not realistic. But people going through a lot, man. Especially now. Um, think about like what you saying about people behind their back to them. Like, think about how that's gonna make them feel before you say that shit, bro. Do you also need to train them to know how to get these jokes off just to be prepared? Yes, I think that's a critical life skill, man. <laughs> Is that something that you need to teach them first, or you need to let them experience and then bring to you? Um, I think you have to let them experience experience it like i i think it's a good thing like a little bit of roasting is always a good thing because it it also teaches you not to take everything so seriously like i can roast with my friends or with my my family because i know it's not that serious i know they're not trying to hurt me it's just a sport it's just like we playing around mm-hmm like I grew up heeding my parents or heeding my sisters or he you know, my cousins, y'all and shit like that. Wait. You grew up roasting your parents? Yeah, I roast my parents. Like like to their face? Yeah. We roast each other. <laughs> but it wasn't no malicious like get a better job or nothing like that. It wasn't <laughs> it wouldn't be nothing like that. It'd just be like what you wearing or you know, that type of shit. So that's what I mean by don't don't have it be malicious, bro. It's just it's just a joke. And I mean, sometimes when jokes hurt you, let them know because then now they know not to not to cross that line and not to say stuff about that because they know it makes you feel bad. I'm pretty sure anybody in your family would respect that. So uh but yeah man um i mean that that's a good segue into um i don't know if y'all saw that that video of jock and his wife um where um his new wife said that she wouldn't want his sons to be like him and he kind of took offense to that Mm -hmm. and i want to know what y'all felt about that uh should jock have took offense to that was he writing bucking back saying like what you mean like i take care of my kids and you know all that. I don't feel like that's something you should have said on camera. Or what? What, what was your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I agree, man. You can't say it like that. I mean, not everybody's perfect, but there's got to be some qualities you want from me and this kid. Mm-hmm. If you marrying me, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that it is a little disrespectful, and I could feel like his feelings were hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go off on her real quick, Jock. All right, man. <laughs> don't set it up yeah. like that. To fully say, like, I don't, I wouldn't want you to to be like me or be like him is it's kind of unnecessarily hurtful. Um, I think he was making valid points with saying, like, there may be things about you that I don't like, but I would never tell them I don't want you to be like your mother because it just shines like this negative light. So, no, he, he was making some, he was making some points. Well, I do agree. I do think, uh, I, 
I do think like if you marry me, it's, it's obviously some good things about me. And why wouldn't you want my kids to be like that? Um, I do see her point too, like how she was like the philandering and you know having multiple women and all that shit that he be doing. Um, I can see because you we've always had like like parents say like certain aspects they don't want us to follow in their footsteps, like do as I say, not as I do, type shit. So I can see how what she meant in that aspect because nobody wants their kids just around here having babies with multiple women, just doing whatever he want to do. Um. So in that aspect, I, I I would agree to that, but I don't know. I, I think it's always when you add the social media aspect and putting it on camera. I would never want my wife to say on camera that she doesn't want my kids to be like me. And I think when with that, it almost gives off the impression that the negative is maybe on the forefront of your mind and the positive. Mm hmm. Because you, it could have just said, oh, yeah, you know, you do great things or you're a great person because of X, Y, Z. That's choosing to highlight the, the positives as opposed to call out the negatives, which mm-hmm. in the exact, which is kind of what's happening here. So it could easy, could have been an easy flip, but that's almost seems like some a spiteful attack to say, I don't want them to be like you and then just kind of leave it real vague. Yeah. It's like now you just put it out there in the open for people to guess like, damn, what doesn't he do? Yeah, I, get, I I feel like it's all in the wording. You you could point out certain qualities you may not want the kid to have, but just to label it all under a, I don't want them to be like you. It's like, damn, now I'm guessing what you what you hate about me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so it was just it was just a weird situation. I want to see what y'all thought about that. Uh Diddy did a Ciroc versus Hennessy comparison this week. I don't know if y'all saw that video where he drunk like some hen and he was acting all crazy. And then he drunk the Ciroc. Uh, make you want to fight. <laughs> yeah, make you want to fight. <laughs> and then he drunk the Ciroc VS and he was calm and like in his bag and shit. Uh, do y'all believe that like uh, the different liquors make you act differently while you drunk? Or is that just a thing like we like a, a, a wives tale type thing? Honestly, I don't think it's true. I think it's a it's an age thing and the age that you are when you're drinking certain liquors it just kind of sticks with it oh I see what you're saying so you're saying because I was drinking gin when I was in my 20s and I was acting wild then that's how I feel like gin makes me act yeah or even like in college where everything it's not really the liquor that you're drinking isn't really always on taste it's on like, like what's the biggest name that you can get Mm. Hennessy is up there. So if you got wild college dudes or whoever drinking it anyway, and they start fighting, then you might assume, oh, this the hand dog makes you fight. Well, mm. that might not, you might fight off of anything, but since you regularly just drinking Hennessy, that's how you're gonna, you know, put connect two and two together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? That might be true. Yeah, I, I always had a thing that I thought if I drink light, if I'm drinking some tequila, I, I'm just a little bit more energized. If I'm drinking dark, that's the word you looking for. <laughs> uh, he, he, he wants He's to gonna say, say freaky. Yeah, he wants to say <laughs> No, man, no, no. Just you, a little more. Uh, I don't know. I feel like energized is perfect. Like you, you more running around doing some wild shit. Where it's like dark, it would have me. I'm still drunk as fuck, but I'm not. 
I'm not like running or, or climbing fences or some shit like that. I feel like that could happen more so off of tequila don't, in my don't, mind. They want to get the, uh, the tequila and the, uh, what's it called? The tilde? Start coming out over the last man? Nay. <laughs> Shout out to tequila, man. Little- <laughs> hey, hey, tequila, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it might be all up in our minds, like C said, though. Yeah, I do have certain actions that only have happened off of liquor, though. I mean, not liquor, uh, tequila, though. And so I'm, I'm kind of wondering. I'm pretty sure it's no medical or no scientific basis for this, but uh, I don't know. Okay. It's always, it's, it's right. always, <laughs> it's always been weird for. Uh, yeah, I'll take the, for some. I'll take the bait. What are these? <laughs> what, what are these actions? <laughs> No, no, it wasn't no bait. It was. I was just saying, like you. No, I took it. It's it's too late. What What are these actions that you're saying tequila makes you? Um, what you turn to like a tequila Hulk, and these these things take over you? No, I think you you feel a little bit more free when you off tequila. I think dark makes me a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not a violent person, so I wouldn't say violent, but assertive. Mm, he's got the dark side. Don't <laughs> say I got no dark side. Are you saying you, like you saying uh, stuff that you wouldn't normally say off dark uh, versus tequila? Mm. The dark turns you into the one of them. Uh, one of them. Well, fuck you too, then, girl. Yeah, that, that, yeah that type of shit, bro. <laughs> Yeah, you you yeah. you want your brother to die with a kiss? <laughs> that type of shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, that video had me crying. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's it's just something I, uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, we had a whole big leak of Lotto tracks. Um, this week 130 leaked, including some references uh to Koi Laray and Bia songs. Hey man, the devil works hard, but the barbs work harder, bro. Because you know what this is. 130 is an insane amount of songs. I don't know if That's I'm crazy. more surprised that that many leaked or that she had that many. Yeah. Uh, it, it seemed like she got a little bit of a pin. I mean, she worked blick blick and a whole lot of money. Uh, well, I don't know if she wrote it. I thought it might have been a reference thing where the chorus was already there and they were just testing out verses. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, you know how Lotto got nominated for the Grammy and then uh who else got nominated? It was a woman. Glorilla. Glorilla, yeah. And it seemed like the bars weren't too happy about that, so um, I I can see them leading the charge of this leak. To start some jobs. Hey, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of songs. You know who songs that they're, they're not gonna uh, leak any sweetie songs. No, you know that Jesus much. Christ. Oh, can we please talk about this? Because I've seen some troubling shit that I definitely want to talk about. You talking about her 72 k <laughs> Well, that's that's not the troubling thing, but it, it is a part of it. I, I pretty much saw that there was like a hate train from a lot of different people on Sweetie this week. Oh, you talking about DJ Vlad and uh, <laughs> all them niggas, right? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. The- <laughs> DJ Vlad looked like a loser for this, bro. No, for real. He, he pretty much 
So he made a tweet saying that she would have sold double if she would have did an interview, but I guess she rejected it. Mm-hmm. Is what he said, yeah. um, which is absolutely insane thought to have. <laughs> Niggas ain't <laughs> streaming music on Vlad interviews, buddy. I'm, just, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not happening. And from the, the text with her publicist, it made him look like even more of a lame because she the, the publicist like told him like she doesn't really talk about her personal life like that, so she's gonna deny it. Yeah, that's that's not happening. the The main thing I had was her response to him when Which she said, that? "Uh, <laughs> when she said, I actually am a big fan, and I screen record my favorite interviews." What? What? Uh, Is that not psychotic, bro? What are you screen recording Vlad interviews? (laughs) It's on YouTube. You can download YouTube videos. Why are you screen recording? That's insane. That screams some weird behavior to me, man. I was I was a little confused. I think only a psychopath does shit like that. (laughs) She shouldn't have admitted that. Well, maybe she felt some way because she went on bootleg cast for some reason. And they were talking, and she—I I saw a clip that uh, she was saying that women are running rap right now because they're not uh, talking about so much violence and disrespect, like there is in on the male side of things. Mm. And that also had the internet quite upset. Yeah, I saw a rapper bug back on that, saying that yeah, because women are talking about pricing out their vagina, um, and teaching like girls and. Stuff like all you gotta do is to put pretty much push P to get money and stuff like that. So um I don't know. I do think it's a very good time for women's rap. Um but I don't think it's because of the reason that Sweetie said. I don't think it's because men are making super violent music. I don't think I, I think that again is a sweeping generalization of the the game right now. I mean mm-hmm. But also it's not even like a new thing. Like yeah. male rappers have always done that, For sure. and that's always been the case. But to say, uh, I don't know, that's a weird thing to say. I mean, it's the same thing as saying the women are every woman is rapping about you know selling vagina, or you know making them pay for it and making you know scamming niggas. Every every woman not rapping about that. So Very true. I mean, it's just going to be hurt people going back and forth, saying the most hurtful thing, like we said earlier, saying the most hurtful thing so they can win an argument. And it's just going to be a continuous cycle. So, uh, But her selling 2000 is very concerning. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was physical, because some people are saying that was physicals. And I don't know if you are buying a sweetie physical, <laughs> <laughs> you, you need more help than. <laughs> but also, I don't know why they would only count the physicals. They don't count all the physicals, only physical for anybody else. Well, they counted the Drake physicals, 12,000. And so that's why I said if it's 2,000, uh-huh. if it's 2,000 physicals, because the sweetie week hasn't even been up yet. I don't think it, it's up until next week. But. Um, <laughs> If yeah, if it's physicals, then all right, cool. Cause I can't see nobody doing two thousand streaming. I, I'm trying to see if she even. Uh, I don't know, man. So if, if if they're talking physicals, what are they talking? Just buying it off the iTunes store? Yeah, or, or maybe from her directly. 
pre-orders, was, buying it off iTunes Store, that type of shit. Yeah, because I was trying to see if she was selling them directly, and I don't see it anywhere. But uh, yeah, I don't. We got to be honest with Sweetie though. Oh no, it's trash. When it, yeah, and it's for her music is uh, it's, it's like a it's a little side dish. People are fans with her because of how she dresses and maybe her personality, and and music is like a, a compliment to her. So I, I don't really look at the 2000 as anything because I don't see music being the main driver of her success or the money that she brings in. Mm-hmm. I think she just likes to do it, and maybe she should stop. But who knows if you if if you're still making money, fuck around and make music when you want to. I'm not mad at the 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 uh, sporadic singles like Back to the Streets with Janaeco. That's mm. a pretty solid song. Uh, Best Friends. That's a little fun club song. Like I'm not mad at that, bro. Keep continue to do that. Even Icy, uh, my type. I'm not mad at that. That's for a specific audience. I fuck with it. She needs. Now, she really needs to take that Tiger and Cardi B approach. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And just have fun, make fun records. Don't drop anything until you sure it's gonna pop, and that's it. You don't have to drop no. You don't have to drop albums and projects. We know you'll never be Nikki. We know you'll never be Cardi and stuff like that. And like, it, it, it's a rap, but it's easy to make a good song. You don't have to be good at rapping. Just yeah. focus on making good songs. It, did you guys see what Reason said about it? No. no. <laughs> he tweeted, um, the Sweetie album sales is funny, but it's also, in my humble opinion, a representation in the lack of artist development. Sweetie is a star. She's proven that, but you still have to develop artists and help them make better records. I'd love to write with Sweetie. If I'm Sweetie, I'm I'm taking that as an insult, right? I mean, she can take it know. for what she wants, though. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. But it's like, hey man, don't don't tell me I gotta make better records like that in front of people and say, hey, but I'll help you though. Like, like, you you could have said that in private, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, social media, you know how that works here. Yeah. I also think she she should probably take it negatively because I think she did say that she was trying to like take some time off from music to focus on development before mm-hmm. putting this out. So I'm assuming she felt she was developed when this did come out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, to find to find out you're not fully developed yet is fucked up. This is honestly like saying this is like saying I'm gonna go study for this test, and when you get the test back, like it's face down, and you know you fucked up. <laughs> this is still trash. Yeah, but no, she. I mean, because it's a reason why Cardi is as big as she is, and we know she don't write her her songs. We, we I don't think she has one part of any of the the creative process in her songs. All she do is rap them, go to the, to the music video, film the music video. And that's it. But it works mm-hmm. because she's a likable person. She makes good music. She hasn't missed. And I mean, it all like, I don't, she really don't have artist development. And I think that's what a lot of people are lacking today, but she has like a realness that works now. Like if people feel like they can relate to you, they kind of accept you. So would you say that there's a big difference between them two? Because when Cardi started rapping, she was, I don't know how to politely put this, 
Um, she was rougher around the edges, you could say, than Sweetie was, or Sweetie appeared to be. Was, are you, you you asking me was it is it a difference between us? Because I think like, relatability wise, because I think with Cardi, we Cardi came started rapping kind of as a hustle, you could say. Mm-hmm. But when she was doing it, she wasn't. She isn't the Cardi B that she is now. Let's say attraction wise to the masses. Mm-hmm. When Sweetie first jumped on, Sweetie was instantly just like, uh, "What attractive to both men and women?" Kind of instantly became, I guess you could say, one of the it girls. Yeah, I think we all saw we all saw Cardi trying begging the fucking rich uh rich money or whatever that nigga name is to le- like listen dollars? to her songs yeah rich rich dollars on <laughs> love hip hop <laughs> um but like really trying to get on so we a lot of people feel like they're part of they seen her grind and try to make it to where she is now so that's the relatability part and she's from the hood and she you know former uh dancer and all that so everybody saw where she came from to be where she is now is it's crazy with sweetie it feels like a lot of people feel like she's afforded her opportunities because how good she looks and Mm -hmm. it may they may not be wrong like a lot of her opportunities have been because she is attractive she's a socialite Mm -hmm. so they don't feel like she put in the same work and the music is just not as good right now so it's just like people um, rightfully so, are calling out the quality of the music. So yeah, man. I, I I didn't know that one record that that pussy record uh, sampled Juicy. Yeah, God, I don't know who let that happen. They need to all be arrested. <laughs> no, I I will say I'm also tired of the whole sample thing. We keep letting some nasty artists get some good samples. Yeah. Okay, gotta let them create. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) She's good with the sample. She just didn't make it samply enough. Yeah. Uh staying on the Cardi topic. Uh I don't know if y'all saw this tweet, uh, but it was like a tweet thread about this this woman, Nicole Arbor. She was chastising Cardi B for posting a video, I guess, uh offset was teasing his new single with future. Um, but he was dressed as the Joker and rapping about like putting prices on niggas' heads and a whole bunch of other violent stuff. And she was saying that's why like our community isn't going places because like you see Offset's uh, cousin just passed away and he's making songs like this. Do you think she had a a, a reasonable gripe here? Yes. Is this person white? Uh, they look mixed, but they might be white. Yeah, I think they're white. If they're white, she she needs to shut the fuck up. I don't <laughs> care what she's talking about. Don't you don't don't talk don't talk on our community. Either help out or shut the fuck up. Yeah, this white. person's white. Unfortunately, yeah, no, she should be, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And it's no point in bringing this up right now. Uh, they just lost somebody close to them. Read the room. Ain't the time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's I love how read the room has been the, the polite. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it's 
through the last. I mean, I I think I I, I still don't see see a correlation with with losing somebody and 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 him rapping the words in in a video. I don't, I don't see it. I do. I think you can. In this type of situation, you would think, at least from an outside perspective, hey, you just lost someone to gun violence. Why are you now rapping about performing or encouraging or what could be seen as encouraging gun violence? It doesn't make sense. Um, I think it has something to do with, with our community and how kind of things people are brought. I mean, because I guess gun violence in itself is looked at differently excuse me, to different people in different communities as well. So for a person like Offset, I can understand how he got right back to it. If that's really what you might have known or is mm-hmm. relatable to you. But also can Wait, understand so, point saying why y'all keep doing this. So he made a new song and he spin this? No, so you know, he, he, he was supposed to have an album come out the the week uh, that Takeoff passed, actually, but he pushed it back because of uh, Takeoff's death. Now he's, mm. I guess he's starting his album run, and I guess he has a song recorded with Future, which he just dropped like a a teaser video. He dressed like the Joker, like spinning the lyrics to the song, like teasing the song. So, so she's... Yeah, it's kind of a new song, yeah. Yeah, so she's mm, getting okay. on Cardi for posting the, for posting that, like, this close to take off take off Steph. Okay. It's a little different, but I still I, I don't feel like she should be speaking on it. Just because we don't know them. They were close to take off. That's their family. I'm gonna let them handle that on their family side. I'm not gonna speak on that. I don't care what's going on. They just lost somebody. Nah. I'm still not trying to uh, at this moment I'm not trying to find correlations or try to blame or or put disrespect on somebody that just lost someone like that. Nah. I'm good. Okay. Um Summer Walker's baby father's Larry wants to do a uh, he he's, he feels like uh males should have more baby shower. Like he wants to do an all male baby shower and he said that should be more of a thing. Do y'all agree? Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like that might be an opportunity to, ha- I guess, have different dad conversations. Um, I look as somebody who's never had. I don't have kids, but and I assume that women. <laughs> well, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm not no, <laughs> the thought of just niggas like using that to talk about that shit. <laughs> all right, all right. So when you beat the ass, ass man, <laughs> what velocity you be using with the belt? <laughs> but no, I feel like I feel like women uh, do more sharing upon their journey into motherhood since it's more of a physical thing than than men do. Um, so I feel like it could be an opportunity to kind of give some sort of free game on what to expect, how to handle things, maybe how you need to evolve or what will change kind of in your relationship to give some sort of awareness to it going into it. It could be useful, but 
just because I know how niggas ain't shit, I feel like they're going to have strippers at that bitch, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm just saying how it could work. No. <laughs> like, let's let's not get it confused. I'm saying how it could be a great asset. Do I think it would 100% happen and it just turned into niggas watching the game with some wings? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you that that would be helpful. But for some reason, my mind, I'm just picturing like uh, a TED talking niggas <laughs> just telling you how to be a dad and shit. <laughs> Listen up. Like they got PowerPoints and shit. But that really could be helpful, though. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm not mad at it. I wouldn't personally want a male baby shower because I'm just like, I ain't trying to throw nothing. But I can see how it could be helpful. Do y'all feel yeah, like I'm we need more excitement as fathers, though? Like fathers need more excitement behind the whole process of giving. I mean, I understand we're not the ones actually giving birth, but a life is coming into this world that we're going to be responsible for for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's an exciting time. It's it's It feels like for us, it's just like, okay, we'll handle it when it's here. That type of situation. It's not like the excitement, like how I feel like women have uh, as a collective, whether it be mo- like the moms or the grandmoms or whoever. For life coming into the world. Hey, listen, we should we should do a, a trip, a, a new father's trip. You know what I'm saying? Go somewhere, have a good time, bond, do all the things that you know guys do on on nice trips. You know, talk to each other, build each other up. Come on, you know all the things we do. Yeah, I do. That's not ideal for a new father's trip. <laughs> or it's going to be other multiple new fathers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. Um, it's, it's definitely something to think about. Uh, shout out to Larry for uh, pitching that idea. Um, hey, to, salute, Larry. This, see, this is what you're here for, bro. <laughs> Making a name for yourself, taking advantage. Yeah, man. Um, Quentin Tarantino and J Lo was shitting on Marvel this week, uh, pretty much saying the Marvel ruined the movie business. Uh, Quentin Tarantino says that actors like Chris Evans aren't the stars of the movie, but the stars are the character themselves. Um, how, do y'all agree with that? I agree with that second part. I, the I feel like when characters it comes to aren't Mar- the stars. I mean, yeah, the characters yeah, yeah. are the stars, not the, the actors. Yeah, and I feel like that's true with um, any franchise. If it like say a original franchise gets rebooted, at that point the character is the star, not the actor. Yeah, I mean, Black Panther you just know. made six hundred million dollars, and Letitia Wright is the Black Panther. Yeah, so I, I agree. I don't know if it ruined the music business, though. He ain't do that shit for me. She probably talking for himself, but I think Jayla was always in the same type of two movies, two three different movies. Anyway, huh? she just hate me. Yeah. Wait, who said it? Who was other than Jennifer Tarantino? Lopez and Quentin Tarantino? Man, Jennifer Lopez can't act. If she better shut the fuck up, be lucky with the role she got. Are we serious? Well, you know, Jennifer Lopez had a little sweet spot with like rom coms at, at a certain point, like uh, uh, interracial rom coms. Yeah, the uh, what was the was she in the wedding planner? 
Yeah. Yeah. They, well, was it was it the wedding plan she was in? She was in a, it, uh, something with the wedding. Yeah, it was some it was wedding movie. Oh, no, it was. Yeah, no, wedding. no. No, I think you're right. It was wedding yeah, planning. Wedding planning? Okay, yeah. So she she that was like her sweet sweet spot for a minute before she started doing stripper movies and enough. So uh, <laughs> I think once they start getting rid of the budget doing all these Marvel films for $300, $400 million a year, that took away that like studio's budgets for the type of movies she would make. And they were, she, I think one of the points they were saying was Marvel, when they have releases, they buy up all the theaters in all the screens in the theaters, what makes it hard to, for the other films to get placements or to have people come see them during those times. But every movie isn't a Marvel movie. So I guess I don't really understand how, what she's complaining about. Yeah. Sounds like work harder to me. Get your, get your shit up. And also, Jennifer Lopez is just a little bit older. Like, those prime roles, she's not going to get anymore because they're going to go to younger actresses. That's just the game. Thank God you didn't put somebody's name in there because I thought you were, <laughs> no. were going to put out a day. <laughs> oh, God, thank you. Oh. No, no I, th- I think she's just not that good. She's not that good of an actress so that, you know, when you're older, that's when it shows really if what your acting chops are. If you can really act great, you, you'll still get those high quality roles. But if you're just kind of mid, you, you'll phase out. Because you also have to start transitioning into a new type of role. Mm-hmm. Like she can't always play the sexy single. Yeah. At some point, she's going to have to transition into an older woman role anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, no, I agree. What's the name? Clap back. Uh, Simu Lu, L- 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 the nigga that plays Shang Chi in the Legend of Ten Rings. Okay, uh, Simu uh, Simu Lu. <laughs> yeah, I know you talking about. Yeah, so he spoke out, and that was a mistake because <laughs> somebody was like, uh, "Yeah, that's a really good point, Simu," and um, <laughs> and you made some other good points <laughs> if if you search. Uh, Simu lose Reddit posts to find out more, <laughs> and bro, oh, I searched shit. that shit. Bro, have y'all seen what this nigga been said on Reddit? No, like recently, bro. This nigga says like um, he has like pedophile posts, and oh. it's it's like craziness. Like we should forgive like pedophiles because it's not their fault and stuff like that. It's it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen, bro. Yikes! Yeah, like if y'all, whenever y'all get time, please look up his Reddit post. It's like one because he says he like studied pedophiles, and like it should be, um, like he does he he isn't isn't saying it's right, but we should be like sympathetic towards their plight. Mm-hmm. And he says from a biological standpoint, it's no different than being gay. So it's like a mutation of the oh, genome oh. that defines yeah. their like sexual preference. So he's pretty yeah. much saying it's like a preference. Yeah, I think that's where you lost me. I'm down with the being compassionate and you know probably knowing that something happened that triggered them to be like this. But I, I don't know if I would compare it to being gay. Is, I kind of understand what he's trying to say, and I don't know if he's that wrong. But I guess I want to walk back. Just, 
walk back. Um, don't 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 go down his rabbit hole. Just say uh, I don't no, want to tell I, you what I to guess, say. Okay, on the surface level, I I I guess to some extent, if we're looking at things such as pedophilia, mm-hmm. if you have to look at it as some type of untreatable illness. I guess it's hard. It's are you are you supposed to be forgiving for somebody who's has something that can't they can't control? That's plaguing them, I guess, in everyday life. Uh, mm. So that wow. that level of compassion, I guess, is something I would say in theory makes sense. No. Yeah, but I, I would say this: it's a difference between. Uh, being born away, and that's just your preference on who you choose to like, and actively harming children. If somebody has some mental illnesses that, like, they find themselves attracted to children, they reach out and get help or whatever they they feel like they need to do before it it like manifests in any type of way. That's different than a like a I, I would say a pedophile is somebody that's out here. Trying to get with children. I was gonna. Have y'all ever heard of someone or uh, a pedophile getting treatment and it worked? No, I I have not, but I'm I'm sure it's it's happened before. Yeah, I was trying to think if there was like if there was a documentary I saw of something of uh, of someone like that because I don't know if. If being a pedophile can be treated, I would hope it can be. But I'm not sure. It's like it's like alcoholism, right? Like you might not. No, not a good example. Not the great example where I was going with that. Um, but alcohol is it is one of those things where like you you might know it's wrong, but like when you wake up hungover, you know, like I don't want to drink anymore. Like I'm. Everybody has to. <clears throat> I'm done drinking. I promise it's the last time. I when I'm at that point, and I will often think like, there's an alcoholic who's like, I gotta keep drinking, regardless of how bad I know it is and how. And again, I'm not trying to cape for pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the if there is something that's, I guess, biologically wrong with them. I'm not saying they should be you know go without punishment, but. What are you? I guess what are you supposed to do? Yeah, it's one of those where we need to save them from themselves because it's at a point where they can't stop themselves from acting. If they can't stop themselves from acting on those urges on that attraction, then there needs to be something in place where they can't harm children. Um, whether that be jail, some type of institution, something that are is protecting children from these people. Now, if you're one of those people that understand that you have a like a weird off the wall something is wrong with your brain where you are attracted to children then and you don't act on his urges or you just are able to control yourself and get help for that then I mean yes of course we're sympathetic towards that fact because it's it's obviously something wrong with you okay what if somebody says they're the way that they control their urges to fully be a pedophile is to look at kid porn. No, absolutely not. Wait, what, what was the question? Say that again. 
if somebody controls their urges by indulging in child mm-hmm. uh, pornography. Yeah, see, and that's the and that's to me where it comes in. Can this be treated or not? Because if yeah. if this can if it can be treated, I feel like that's not okay. If it can't be. <sighs> Yeah, no, that's but that's nah, still tricky because nah. no, 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 because child porn is illegal and that's harmful of children. So watching it is 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 promoting it. So I yeah, that's not okay. It's 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 that's not okay. But I see kind of the angle you're going with. If yeah. it's not if it's not treatable, how does one control themselves? How do you yeah? How do you keep someone from not acting on it? <clears throat> you separate them from from like at a certain point if your kid keep doing shit that you know that you keep telling them not to do at a certain point you have to separate them from the source of that if he's hanging out with with Charles and getting drunk every weekend and you keep telling him to stop doing this at a certain point he can't hang out with Charles no more or we moving or he got to go to his aunt's house uh, out of state or something like that something is going to cut cut himself out from the, I know and I know that's extreme but I'm just giving a point like sometimes we just got to cut it out from the source he got to be removed from society I guess but okay so but what if I guess that requires getting caught uh, to truly get removed from society like in in the terms of pedophilia in order to get caught and removed, you would have to get caught. Yeah, you get caught. Mm. You got some shit on your network where it's showing signs that you are that that type of person, and hopefully it's at the is at the it. We cut it out at the root where we catch you with like some weird shit on your hard drive or some shit where nobody was well in direct contact. Nobody was harmed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the people in the video were harmed, but hopefully we catch it at that point where you're not able to touch and harm children. Well, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, what if that's how they control it? They just watch videos. They don't touch any kid. No, because there shouldn't be no child porn out there. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't don't, don't see how you, yeah, it's, I guess it just goes back to, it's not one of those things that can be controlled or caught unless it's, or stopped unless it's becomes like a public thing. To then be like, I think it's almost one of those things where it's always too late. If you want to look at the grand scheme of things, it, it, it's just an unfortunate. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. it, it, it I don't want to call it an illness, illness preference, whatever you want to call it. It's unfortunate and it's it's sick, um, especially if you act on it and harm children or. Even I'd say even watch that shit. It's just it's just nasty and it's, yeah. it's sick. So yeah, definitely not trying to encourage child pornography or yeah any of that type of stuff. But um, but yeah, that they were getting on him because he said that type of stuff, and um, obviously comparing it to homosexuality is it's it's wild and it's gonna get some throw uh, blowback yeah. on that. So what? yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um what else is happening? Yeah, hey, I think Lamar Odom got a point about this son's mascot being racist. I'm, uh, at first I laughed at it because it was hilarious, but there are no gorillas in Phoenix. I mean, I know I he, he's 
I agree. <laughs> like I was playing at first, but why is it mascot a gorilla, bro? I I agree. He might he might have a strong point. Hey, yeah, what is the meaning behind it? Especially knowing the owner. Oh yeah. yeah that shit was intentional. So I don't know. Hey, I, I'm mad at that. Yeah, that's something to think about. Um another question for what, y'all. What? Go ahead, my bad. I actually had something a little bit on that. Yeah. Do you guys think that the Vikings should change their logo? No. Why? Is it because it is kind of weird that they're the only logo that's like straight up a white man? What? <laughs> think about it. <laughs> like logos that are like straight up your mascot being a legit white man. I don't know how I feel about that. The Celtics logo is white. And I don't, nah, you could leprechaun. make some. Leprechauns aren't real. <laughs> mm, yeah, true. Vikings it's it's, are Vikings it's are? way more yeah. white logos than you giving the credit for. In the NFL, I think that's the only one. The Patriot don't count. That nigga's silver. <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know about any other actual humans that are white. What's the issue behind it? I I don't know. It's just black players as as white men. They got a white man on their helmet. I don't know. It just don't look right to me. What type of Reddit you been in, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I never thought about it like that. Just having their mascot as a white man. It's just it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know what else you could change it to. Uh I don't know. You can what make represents them since Vikings. Silver. <laughs> make, make them like a, a I don't know. Make a, add some melanin to him. I mean, he looks biracial right now. The Vikings. Yeah. Besides the blonde hair, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know what race he is. Nah, he's pretty pale. You think oh. so? Yeah, I'm looking at now. It's a little. It's a little dark skin. <laughs> he looks like Ron Rivera, oh. bro. <laughs> Okay. He like Ron Rivera with some blonde hair, with a brown, with some blonde braids, bro. <laughs> no, man. I don't know. I don't Just... even think you have to say that. <laughs> I'm being serious. Oh, oh, it's something to think about, man. I don't know. Maybe if I put it in there, some change will happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, here at NFL. <laughs> After they done with the uh, Jerry Jones shit, they get to your your Viking coloration. <laughs> Put that on the docket, man. Yeah, I actually had to design um, a black Viking for a mascot, um, and they wanted me to use the Minnesota Viking. What's the name? And uh, put it in blackface. And yeah, put him, make him black instead of. They said make him black. black. Yeah, change his hair to black and change his skin tone to black. So I mean brown. So no, that's copyright infringement for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what that was for. It was for high school. They they were getting a new mascot costume. So uh, hey, hold on, man. They might be ahead of the wave. There ain't no ain't no Vikings in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just like it ain't no gorillas in Phoenix, man. Um, a question for y'all, man. Can you be a cheater and a, a trustworthy friend? Like, if your friend was a cheater, or just say you, can I Why act? You that? What you mean? Why are you saying, let's say you? <laughs> <laughs> no, put it on the friend. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. You can put it on e- either or, but it's just like a general question. Like, but if yes. I was cheating on my girl, 
could I be, could you trust me? Yes. And why is that? Because, I mean, the the logic of this being and the, the point that they were making was if I'm willing to lie and do somebody bogus that I love as a partner, what makes you think I won't do that to you as a friend? Um, and I agree with that. I feel like as a partner, your responsibilities are different than you as a friend. I feel like somebody can fail in their responsibilities or duties as a partner, but still be an amazing friend because it requires different responsibilities um, and di- even a different level of tension in general. I don't think it's connected per se. So you, that doesn't change your view on them. No, you I you can I feel like it's how people are. Well, you can look at a person like you are shitty in a relationship, like you're a shitty boyfriend, shitty girlfriend, whatever. Like you, you're trash, but they can still be a a good friend. Okay, no, that makes sense. Because I mean, because you can, yeah, you can be thoughtful. You can be a thoughtful friend, but still cheat on your spouse. Donna, you saying you agree with the first point? Yeah, I just think at the end of the day, uh, we as people, that's something that is just in us. If if at any turn, at any turn, if something better interests the individual, there's a chance that they will do that and disregard others. I could see anyone doing that. And I think that goes with cheating and in uh, friends it could be something else it can it doesn't necessarily have to be just being a good friend it could be like money you know anything like that so it shows but it doesn't a pattern change of behavior to you no i don't think it shows a pattern of behavior i just feel like humans were capable of making those mistakes like if if i see if Someone cheating is not necessarily going to, I'm not going to change my view on them too much, but I understand that there's a possibility that one day they could do something not similar, but something that may hurt me. I feel like it's possible. Still doesn't make them a terrible person. It's just, we're all capable of doing those things. Okay. No, that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I I would lean more towards Caesar's um, way of thinking. Like I, I do think that we have a different loyalty to our friends and our spouses sometimes, and I don't know why that is, but it that's that's really the truth. Like just because I may cheat on my girl, don't mean that you know I would do something fucked up to my friend, which is weird. It is very weird, but it happens like that. I don't know if it's even that weird. Why do you say that? I just think, again, I think it's what's required for both. Like friendships require some work and some attention, but they don't require as much work and attention and such as relationships do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that actually makes a lot of sense. So if I have to give a hundred percent, say I'm giving a hundred percent to my relationship and to my friendship. But 100% to my friendship only, let's say, requires 60% of the energy I have to put into my relationship. Mm-hmm. It's easy. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like putting in 100 to my relationship, I can still put in, if I'm only giving that 60, 
I can still be giving a hundred to my friendship and that's still going to be at a hundred because it's not the same level of effort. Yeah. And you yeah. can be friends with other people when you were friend to somebody else. It's not like looked at as weird as, as you being romantic with somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that is, that is a big difference. So no, I can, I can see that. Yeah. Too. Uh, just some quick hitters before we get into music. Uh, y'all, are y'all clued in with this Balenciaga teddy bear shit? I, I heard some stuff about it, but I don't know exactly the details of the ad that they had. Yeah, so I guess it's a photo shoot with a child, um, that's holding like a teddy bear and some BDSM type gear, like some domination, like a leather mask. Yeah. Like leather like and, and shit like that. And they got kids in the ad and on the table it's like some it's like some paperwork that has to do with like some wild like child sex ring or some shit. It's some weird shit, bro. I don't know what they were on with this, but I looked at the ad and at first I didn't see anything weird until they pointed it out. I was like, why is this teddy bear have leather leather dominatrix shit on? Uh, with with a child, but you know how some people like really dive deep into it. So of course, like Kanye spoke out against it. Fox News was talking about it, that type of shit. So, uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, a star recruit in Florida lost his scholarship for rapping the N word in the song. Uh, agree with this or disagree with this? Wait, damn, he was he, he was white. Yeah, he was white. He was supposed to be going to Florida. Dang, where, where do you, where do you rap it on? Like he he recorded himself. Yeah, yeah he was in his car. Ah, you recorded yourself. That's on you, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I can't can't be mad, man. Nah, nah, you deserve that. Yeah. So the the rapper that he was rapping spoke out, said, "Man, let that let that boy go to school. He, he didn't do nothing wrong and shit." So where was the rapper? It's a low level. It's like B dot something. Okay. I seen him on Twitter. B dot. Yeah. Glad he got an ally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Y'all, y'all got some. Oh, uh, ESCG said he thinks he's going blind. Uh, he's starting to get that gray stuff in his eye, like Ray had in that one scene. Uh, when no. his brother fell in that water in, in the movie. Uh, Damn, really? Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. He got shot in the eye. Oh, uh, I'm assuming it's the same eye. So, yeah, he Kinda said that. Uh, I don't know why he. Oh, go ahead. No, nah, I said he was. He was asking people for ways to stop it from spreading. I was like, I don't know if that's how that works, bro. Go to the doctor. Yeah, okay, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. I don't know why he got on Instagram. It was like, yo, man, what, what should I do? <laughs> go to the doctor. Go to the fucking <laughs> yeah. doctor. So I, <laughs> I'm trust. Trust me, your father is not gonna have to answer. Yeah. I doubt some ESTG fans are the ones that, that <laughs> have studied. He said, "Try break a fit up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh That's man, funny. prayers. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah, I can't have the ESTG going blind, bro. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure that has to be terrifying. Uh, but yeah, anything else before we get into music, man? Um, I guess I wanted to ask Donna what it was like in Brooklyn at. When all the cues showed up for Kyrie, or the supposed cues, <laughs> man, no, that shit. There is some funny stuff about that. 
Because I've seen that Jalen Brown shit, and I probably was laughing for five hours straight. <laughs> I thought that was the cues. And he started posting pictures of cues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was him posting them four pictures of cues. I was like, come on, man. Oh shit! See, see, when I seen it, because I didn't know what I didn't know what was posted first. I I thought he posted the cues first, and then he was like, "My bad." But to know that he jumped out the window, like, "Hey, man, I, I fuck with these boys." Hey, I'm sorry. I <laughs> and what? He, there's no way he really thought those were the cues, right? No, they weren't. <sighs> Part of me like, wants to say no. That. But they were dripped down in purple and gold. And he just assumed, it's the, yo, it's the cues. Like, it's, it's, yeah. my thing is, it's crazy because, like, this is already controversial enough. Why would you insert your, yourself into this for seemingly no reason just to be wrong because you thought it was the cues showing love to Kyrie? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not mad at because he seems like he's the only one that's like sticking up for Kyrie, not supporting the movie, but like sticking up on how harsh they went on him by making him do like six steps and shit like that. He seems to be the only person speaking out against that. So I see where he's coming from. But to speak out and do like the energy type caption when you don't know who these people are, uh, it's a little reckless. You still got to realize you're a professional athlete like. You got to do your due diligence before you start jumping out the window. <laughs> yeah, the the Q, the Q lie is hilarious, man. That's the day, eh? Keep it on check. <laughs> Just in case then you He started giving history and information on who the Qs are. I was like, come on. <laughs> they was on his ass, bro. I was they glad. I was like, nah, you deserve this. They were going to take it all. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, any other things before we get into music? Um, I thought there was one more. I, oh, this is brief. Y'all saw the whole um Scotty Beam incident from early last week. Yeah, she was about to get her boyfriend smoked. <laughs> what? Long story short, she was at a concert. She said a, a fan walked up, said, "Hey, <laughs> dude," went back to his seat, who was maybe she said three or four seats down. And tweeted, yo, Scotty Beam got that thing on her back. <laughs> and she responded, like, you just saw me. Why would you say this? Don't make my don't make me get my man to come slap you. Oh. Hold on. And now. then apparently Duel's was like, I'm right here. And the dude tweeted, Don't go nowhere. I'ma see you. Who Nothing tweeted ha- that? Her her boyfriend. Oh. Nothing happened, but this all happened within the same row. Don't put me in that situation. Have you ever been put in that situation? No. Are you afraid to be put in that situation? No, I'm not afraid. It's just that if you don't want to, I think we should both look out for each other's well-being in a relationship. That's part of being in a relationship, caring about situations that you're putting the other person into. If it's some minor shit, ignore it. If somebody saying I just passed by Scotty Bean, pretty much saying that I just walked past her and she looked thick as hell online. She has to realize she's a celebrity. People gonna say that type of stuff. Don't put me into some shit where you saying I'm gonna slap the shit out of this nigga for no reason. 
Yeah. That is facts. Yeah. The only way I could see it. No, no. Like, as if, if your boyfriend is there with you and the person that tweeted about you came up, said hi, and just walked to a seat. Hey, come on, man. Just just disregard that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I if she did that to me, fuck. I'm gonna be honest. Well, I ain't doing he, shit. I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching this show, man. He came out and tweeted. He came out and tweeted. He told her to write that. Oh, so he's lame. My my thing is I can't tweet that and look down the aisle and see you enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's real <laughs> shit. Like, what? At some point, we, we, me and her, if I'm him, we need to be escorted because there's no way I can, we can send threats and then just watch this dude just jamming out to the same music we dancing to. <laughs> yeah, that's track now, right? Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody has to go home. Yeah, no, that's, that's wild, man. Don't ruin my show experience with that bullshit, man. But he did it to himself, so. It's all about fucking having discernment, man. Some shit is not worth getting in a fight. Now, if he came up and disrespected you and started talking crazy and shit like that in your face, and he just, like, went over the line, yeah. But he went back to his seat. You just happened to remember who he was, and he said, hey, shorty thick. He didn't really disrespect you in a way. Uh, you may have not liked the way he said it because he said like, oh, she got the monkey on her back. Like he said, he was talking crazy. <laughs> so you might not like how he said it, but he was given a ghetto compliment. Like, oh, she thick as hell. Yeah. Come on, man. That's not worth me going over and slapping somebody in in, in a party for. So. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. That's, no that's honestly, it's, it's corny on all fronts. That's truly young. I don't even know what to call it. Young nigga behavior. Mm-hmm. She our age. You, you, you have to know. You have, like, that's not even necessary. Yeah, yeah you know about the easy block. Yeah. You know about the monkey. When you when you when you in your tw- in your twenties, that's when as a do as a man you more like you try to flex like I go slap this nigga. In your thirties, yeah. like man, listen, if he ain't do nothing physically, you just got to know to brush some things off and keep pushing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Any anything else? Any other topics for you in music? No, it's uh, I don't think any music came, but we can try. No, so we got to make uh, Flamers five. Uh, that dropped last Friday. Um, how how are we feeling about it? Uh, y'all like it? <laughs> I wasn't listening to that shit. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, with I, I didn't know that. I didn't even look for it. Damn, I, for real. I, I no, saw, it it just I know it wasn't on DSPs, and I wasn't about to pay for it. No, okay. Uh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um. I heard the guy did freestyle and I didn't like what I was hearing. So it didn't, you know, make me want to look for more. So I was just like, ah, I'm straight. It's not on DSPs. I don't really need to hear it. If it's crazy, all right, I might check it out. Yeah, so it was pretty solid. I fucked with it. Uh, I actually re- really enjoyed the guy I did. That's one that I saved on my phone. Um, and he has a song called Early Mornings. That's crazy. I think that's if any song you run and listen to, 
listen to early mornings. Um, but yeah, most of the songs were pretty good. Pretty, I mean, it's evident that we can still rap. Uh, I think he kind of played himself with, like you said, this uh, not releasing this on DSPs. I don't know if he's in a space right now where he's he's uh, fit to be exclusive with this shit. Because mm-hmm. I mean, y'all listen to all types of music. Y'all listen to music all day, and if y'all didn't listen to it, that means that the more casual fan is not listening to this either. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if that's helping him any. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was definitely some joints on here that were solid. Um, and I would like to see this type of mixtape come back where you're just rapping over majority of the songs, if not all of them, were over other people's beats. Early mornings is not a beat that I recognize, so I'm assuming that that's the original song. So, uh, but yeah, I'll check it out. Um, that one came out. Stormzy dropped an album called uh, "This Is What I Mean" for all my grime heads. Uh, no cap. Is this a single? It looks like a single. Oh no, it's an EP. No cap dropped an EP called "Dangerous Girls." Uh, Quando Rondo and Young Boy dropped a. Is this a tape? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like a tape, 3860. Yeah, it has 16 tracks on it. Um, I don't know when I'll get to that. I'm kind of young boyed out at this time. That's what that's what I was saying when I seen it. Like, I saw it, and I'm like, I just don't feel like listening to this, to be honest. And I don't know if I'll ever get to it. Yeah, it looked like Emotional Oranges got a new single called On My Way. Anybody check that out? Let's go. No, I didn't hear that. Salute to Emotional Oranges, though. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's about it. Brockhampton got a few albums out. Oh, uh, this is gonna be random. Um, Big Yavo put out an album that I didn't listen to yet, but I need to. No, shout out Big Yavo, man. I fuck with him. One of the, uh, I think he's from Alabama. I want to say that, but I may be wrong. Birmingham, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Big Yavo. Uh yeah, that's about it. Um that I'm seeing here. Anything I know that the Metro album comes out this week. The What's that shit called? Friends uh, Heroes and Villains? Heroes and Villains, yeah. Heroes and Villains. Come on, man. I'm high for that. Nigga, that future snippet. Yeah. Oh man. That shit was oh. hard as hell. Yeah, man. We was just getting a taste. I want the whole load. All right, bro. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) I don't know why Paul Pierce said that shit, bro. (laughs) That that shit sounded fire, though, man. Metro about to to come with some heat. Yeah, so. Uh, Should be decent, man. But uh, I guess we can get into shout-outs, man. Don't know what you got. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shout-out Will Smith, man. I see you trying, dog. I see you, you, you know, you're trying to get the people to check out this slave movie, man. I'm gonna tell you straight up, I ain't watching it. It's not because um, of the slap. I just, I ain't watching that movie, bro. I wasn't never gonna watch it. But I, I see you trying, bro. And you know, maybe you do do a good job. But I appreciate the effort of getting people, you know, to try to watch this thing. So salute them on that. I'm not going to the movies to watch it, but I watch it. I'm definitely gonna check it out at some point. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a, I don't know what else, as far as slave movies, what else I need to see. 
I don't know what new twist he's going to bring to this one. I do think it's different angles. I mean, because everybody, every slave's life wasn't the same. So I think it can be a different story um, that could be told. Like, it ain't just going to be singing and slavery the whole movie. I mean, this is an interesting take on it, how he went to, like, the 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 war and stuff like that. And it seems like a decent little. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, it seems. I, like I, I wasn't. I wasn't really interested. But if, if I do hear it's good, I'll, I'll check it out. I also don't like seeing movies with Will Smith that has the weird facial hair. <laughs> the Abraham Lincoln joke. Yeah, like the no mustache, but he got the chin hair. He when he do weird stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he got the concussion uh voice. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh he was on some news network and he was like, Hey, if people don't want to come see the movie because they still traumatized by the slap, that's fine. And if you if you really out here letting that slap prevent you from watching this movie, you need to kill yourself because you are too soft. <laughs> he didn't do nothing to you, bro. There's no, but I can see people doing it. I definitely can see a certain demographic like, nah, we're, I'm not. I'm I'm off him, which is crazy. That's nuts, bro. But uh, whatever. Uh, let's see what you got. Um, this is not a shout out, but this is shame. shame. To, uh, <laughs> this is uh, I'm sending shame to Daniel Snyder and the Washington Commanders, no. um, for their poor quote unquote Sean Taylor statue, um, that this, they displayed this Sunday, which was basically a uh, old mannequin with some loose equipment and apparel. Oh, stop in the, oh. Yeah. It wasn't like a statue. It was like a, shit. it was like a wire mannequin with just a helmet, a jersey, and some pants. My nigga, I'm looking at this shit now. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Maze tripping, bro. The, and the thing is, they had the nerve to have a reveal, which made it even wilder. I, I, <laughs> this is so ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Why does, it looks like a, a fuck. It's like some Christmas tree type shit. Yeah, and they didn't shame, even bro. have the the smarts to put the jersey on with Washington on it. It has Redskins on the jersey, bro. And I'm like, bro, do y'all have anybody in like y'all ethics office or anything, bro? I'm honestly, I'm fine. Honestly, I'm fine with that because it's more of the times. Which of course it was different back there, but it it, it what I guess makes it even worse was it was like it wasn't even the proper jersey. They had like Reebok pants with a Nike jersey. So what they neither it was like what are y'all doing right now? Like it was very unserious. I'm just saying no, though, if they have a choice to because I think I believe one of their other jerseys has Washington on the front instead of Redskins on the front. Why not put them in that jersey? It, it would have been uh too uh, too current. This is well, the na- this is nasty, bro. Yeah, not even a statue. So that's the worst part. Yeah, one so, thing I was able to uh, cause you did you see the clip with his his daughter being there? Yeah, yeah. So she seemed like she was emotional about um them using the sock soccer cleats, which I feel which I think that he he wore while on the field. So I thought that was a nice touch. 
But the wireframe mannequin, that's just garbage, bro. That's one of the best players to ever play for the uh, Washington team, whatever you want to call them now. Uh, yeah. So you, you supposed to memorialize them the correct way with a statue, with something better than uh, somebody can come up with in JC Penney's in the, before the first shift start. Yeah, I don't like this. So this ain't it. Shame to my niggas, man. Any any other ones for you, bro? Um, shame to them. Um, shout out to the dude at the Grambling Southern game over the weekend who was trying to heat up his one rib with a lighter. That's okay. Um, and everybody thought it was a blunt. I know his pockets was hella barbecue saucy. Um, and apparently BG is supposed to get released soon, so he's gonna get out of jail earlier than expected. Shout out to B Jizzle. Damn, really? Is this just it was just announced? Yeah. Uh it was over the weekend, yeah. Oh, damn. Let's see. Okay, man. Salute. Uh so my shout out is going to uh Messi. Lionel Messi, he's uh supposedly signing with uh the Miami team and the MLS. So I I'm gonna need to go see one of them games immediately, bro. That's like Michael Jordan fucking Coming, coming out here, bro. Yeah, we, don't, we don't recognize how big soccer is, but that he's a big, big name. It's like Michael Jordan because going to the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Yeah, but, I get it. <laughs> but is um. So why do niggas do this? Is it their season? Is their season the same time as our season? I don't believe so. Usually, it's. Well, I want to say yeah. Or there's more overlap. Usually, it's when you get the big international players coming to the MLS. It's usually mm-hmm. for a bag. It's usually for a big bag mm-hmm. because they're more so on the tail end of their career, where they might not get the club look that they're looking for, or the part the pay paycheck that they're looking for over in like the Premier League or Championship League, whatever it is in Europe. But they can get that here because we want to. We know the names. We want to see the names. So club. And usually they're still better than everybody else, so they'll still shut off some cash. Yeah, I was gonna say like, is has there been a fall off or like a nasty fall off with Messi, or is he still like kind of coasting nah, as one of the best? He scored the other day, He's, didn't he? Yeah, I wouldn't say I would say there was a fall off. Okay. I think he just getting to the bag. Yeah, they say he's the he's gonna be the highest paid player by a large margin. Because uh, I remember when what's name came was Leighton and Bramovich or whatever that nigga name was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He came to LA and um, I remember they dropped him off a bag. But yeah. I know this got to be blowing that out because he makes stupid money over it, uh, on whatever team he playing for. So uh, shout out to Messi, man. I'm gonna have to get that jersey, that jersey clean too. Uh, and I forgot who owns the Miami team. Um, um, David Beckham. Swaggy. Yeah, David Beckham. Uh, and shout out to Meek and Rick Ross for squashing whatever beef they had. Rick came out on stage and performed with him at his uh 10th anniversary of Dreams and Nightmares concert. So glad they were able to put that shit behind them and move on. So, uh, anything else to say before we get up out of here? Um, glad y'all had the safe uh weekend. I know this this that stretch of the month or stretch of the year where. Stuff kind of slows down, so that's a good thing. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, man. Stay safe, everybody. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see y'all next week. 
For sure, for sure. Get y'all, you know, goal lists ready, man, for the new year, man. Don't let nobody shame you into the, the not having New Year's resolutions and not having goals for next year, bro. Uh, you know, get them ready, man. If you don't have no goals, you don't have shit to reach for. It. Um, so, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's about it, man. Um, like always, man, long live the boss, man, and we'll holler at y'all next week. Yes, sir.